You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. I'm Tom and this is Eddie. I am under the weather. I've had a big weekend. Eddie, you look fresh in a beautiful pastel pink shirt. Mm. Feeling fresh. Feeling fresh. Yeah. You put the pastel pink on when you feel good to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of pastel pinks, but obviously, as, as we know, I don't feel well, so you can't really wear it. You can't wear pastel pink if you're under the weather. You've got to be feeling yourself for pastel pink. Yeah, you got to be, you know, rubbing yourself. Bow, 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 you got to be strutting bow, around. BG shit. Yeah, yeah, BG shit. That's Looks right. good, though. Thanks, bro. Yeah, no, I had a Bucks on the weekend, mm. two-day Bucks. Did Bucks, were Bucks always like a weekend thing, or is it, has it just sort of, you know, like how chicks now have like a birthday week? Is, it, is the Bucks thing just gone longer? No, well, I think that smart men realize that if you've got the freedom to let your hair down, mm. and the Bucks provides that yeah. because you are allowed to do whatever you want because it's a Bucks, mm. why not extend the fun? Yeah. Why not extend the fun? Honestly, when I was going down there- we Makes down, a lot of sense. Went down Friday, uh, two days in wine country, the Hunter region. Um and I was like, I'm so excited for this weekend, but I actually had my eyes on this moment right now. Like, I had my eyes on Monday morning, long before Monday morning, and I was just like, this is going to suck. How hard did you go? Uh, yeah, like enough for this to be a bad day for me. Like, just two huge nights. Played golf Saturday. It's just been a, an absolute ball terror, but a great time nonetheless. But I was like, fuck do they, I just don't remember, not that I've been to shitloads of boxes, but I was like, and I'm not complaining right now. I had a great time, mm. but I'm just like, I didn't know the Bucks thing was, because i got another one coming up next weekend, which is also two days. I'm like, what is, what's going on here? Mm. Extraordinary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> what an insight. Tremendous insight. <laughs> oh, apologies. No, um, please. Um, oh, that'd be fun, Tom. Yeah. I like to see. I hope to see you next Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice and like hot. I'm hot faced. <laughs> nice and hot. You know what I mean? Just sweating. I sweat all night last night trying to. Sweat. It was hot last night, Dude, wasn't it? I sweat so my ass. It was hot. It was hot. It was. You know what? It was summer. Just going. Don't forget me. No, no, don't forget me. Well, we, we. I mean, it is now officially. Autumn. autumn summer is say spring. spring no <laughs> we are no longer in the summer months we are through the shittest sporting month of all rugby league on our doorstep many beautiful things to come eddie like this is a beautiful time the dropping of leaves from trees leaves descending from trees and you know the playing of rugby league four days a week the return of hd light and a chilly Sunday afternoon. To grounds across the country. Yes. Not across the country, only in isolated pockets. Yes. North of... Regional enclaves. Yeah, yeah. Not really regional, but you know what I mean. Yep. Um, <laughs> a nice a nice jumper, you know? Nothing too over I mean, the top, but yeah, just but like just, one that's just like... sliding into a nice knit. Yes, exactly. Do you oh, know what I mean? Yeah. The, when you've got the knit on... Yeah. You know, and you when, got it. When you you've got, got the knit on, and the knit is completely sufficient to to like protect you from the cold. Like, yeah, yeah. If you got a knit on and it's not enough, then you will probably be you'll resent the knit. Sometimes you what when the knit's not enough, you resent the knit. You resent the knit, but also you go, Jesus, 
Does this thing need to have so many holes in it? Yeah, why is this thing so... Why can I feel a breeze on me? Why the fuck have you not knitted this whole thing to close? Yeah, yeah, But when a knit's right... Yeah. A knit's right. And knits are probably more autumn-based. Knits are autumn-based. Knits have always done their best work in the autumn months. Yeah. And so Knits just, and winter, look, you know, they, they've disagreed over the years. Well, they're and just we'll not to. It's got to be a knit in conjunction with probably a nice overcoat, a jacket. Sure. Maybe a long sleeve undershirt. A long sleeve under the knit, you know what I mean? Look, you can dance around. You know, the knit p- provides versatility in that way, but you need to come prepared. Yep. That's what we're saying. You need to know the day if you're, if you're rocking You need knit. to know the knit. Yeah, you need to... <laughs> You need to know the knit you're working yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, and that's probably one of the important things. Is like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get to know your knit. You don't just <laughs> buy the knit and fucking rock it day one in no. some sort of inclement weather. And you go, well, this no. you, you and the knit are getting off on a bad foot. No, no, no. The knit needs to be loved, tender, and that involves getting to know her or him or him, depending on the sex of the jumper. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But what we're saying is we're excited for autumn because a bit of chill back in the air. I know a lot of people love summer. I love summer. We all love summer. But I'm also like... We don't all love summer. Some people don't love summer. Like Jack Archdale doesn't. My dad hates summer as well. My dad sweats in like fucking minus five degrees. (laughs) So he needs it cold. Yeah. Some people don't like it. Does Josh not like summer? Well, he doesn't like the beach. Doesn't he? Nah. He's like allergic to sand. Mentally. Yeah, yeah, mentally. (laughs) He's a weird guy, though. He's a weird guy. With the greatest respect. One of yeah. the weirdest guys going around. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the greatest Full respect, respect to him. With, honestly, with the greatest respect, one of the weirdest pieces of shit I've ever met in my life. Starting a new j- day, job today, Jack. Oh, so shout out to Jack. Shout out to Jack Archdale and his brand new job and his <laughs> allergy to T- sand. To sand. Go so get that this fixed, is a mate. great day for him. End of summer, start a new job. Yeah, great no, day for what him. A great day for him <laughs> and for everyone listening who doesn't know him. Um, a great day for you too. <laughs> off the rails. Off, off the, the rails early. <laughs> off the rails early. Uh, uh, but as we say, as we say, autumn's here. That means more sport on the yeah. doorstep. Now, yeah. what does that mean for a sports podcast? It means a great deal. Yeah, it does. It means we've got more to work with. Not that we need a whole lot to work with, because well, we can talk knits all day. We can talk the gender of knits all day long. <laughs> Trust me, we can. Uh, we're actually a little disappointed we're going to have to move on to sport at some point, but we're just saying that in the, the autumn months and mm. autumn and beyond, because mm. obviously winter comes straight after autumn, I think, mm. uh, that you know there's just sport coming out of our yin-yang. Tom, where are we at with the, the plaque honouring the work and the life and the divinity of St. Peter, Peter Volandis. I was in Wollongong on the weekend, and I thought, shit, I'm going to go. See know, if I'm going to go to Mecca, go yeah. make the pilgrimage. Realised that there's actually no plaque there. No. Did you still moment. get to the... Did you see the bench itself? No. no. right. Well, I didn't want to fucking... I couldn't be bothered. No, no, no. Well, if you know it's not there, what's the point? Now, That's right. Uh, look, again, can't stress this enough that we have absolutely nothing to do with any of this, but there is a, pl- a plaque apparently being re-erected. Is it being sent? It has. So okay. the plaque is either on its way or there. It so should be there. Okay. Um, so we're not too far away. Put no. it that way. No. And then we're ready to rip again. And hopefully it's done pre-season because that'd be, you know, it's like an official launch of the season, that plaque getting back up there. Don't you like that, punters and dribblers? Yep. Don't you like that? Now, one other thing that we probably need to address before, well, a couple other things that we need to address before we get um, 
into the sporting world that was. There's obviously been some uh, some uproar on the punters and dribblers page because it's become a bit of an absolute shit show of just rank tips. Now, there's a couple of there's a couple of ways to look at this thing. Firstly, a lot of people like so. There's some people that are frothing it, just throwing their shit house tips up there that none have come off. Like over the weekend, zero since Swanee put up his wow tip. Not one tip has come off, except apparently Kendrick yesterday, but no one's clarified that. Basically, Saturday when 30,000 tips went off, no one won. No one won. Now, we get- now does that surprise no. anyone? Like, just with the power of hindsight, think about what we're saying. Dribblers threw their hat in the ring and tried to pick Greyhounds, horses, whatever they wanted on Saturday. Like, no professional insight. They didn't get the tips from anywhere. They were doing their own form. Yeah, doing their own research. Doing their own research. Like, what did you expect to happen? No one was going to pick a goddamn thing. No, and I didn't get on any of them. No, fuck no. I looked at the, some of these tips going, nah. I was there's like, no uh, fucking way in the world. This is dribbler shithousery, and yeah. I need tips from real people, and I don't... I think it's just proof that... Dribblers are complete dribblers. But I do think that, you know, they, they clearly, dribblers want to be heard. They want to be able to express themselves. Mm. And so we've got to try and work out a way to cater to the dribbler and the punter here within this world. I will say another thing that if you are, there was a lot of complaining about the state of the P's and D's page because it did become such a shit show. But sometimes these people that complain also have never contributed a single post to the fucking page. So I'm also like, hey, you want to fucking, you know, you want to be the architect of the world you want to live in, right? You want to see some dribble on the page, you got to fucking dribble as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to put dribble in there. You got to put dribble in there. But I will say this. We are probably going to have to uh, woo up on the shit tips for no reason. It's It was almost like a spam. You know, we've been getting those bots out of that page for ages. Like, yeah, yeah. Shit. The Kenyans we and the We turned all of our dribblers into bots. Yeah, we did. Look, you know. No one's I, got I, I, we haven't, Tom and I haven't talked about this, but. Based on the first Saturday I've seen, starting to think that maybe none of you are up to the bag again. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be. I don't think you're. I don't think. Quite frankly, I don't think any of you are up. <laughs> it's just, unless Swanee is like at the end of this thing. It's like Swanee's the only one that's got the tip. That's the way it's going. That's what it I looks think. Like. One tip on the first day may well win this thing. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. We'll work it out. Well, there's some but there's th- things in the pot. There's things afoot, so just know that. If you're hating seeing your tips, obviously we've got punters, we've got dribblers. Some people like punting, some people don't. But we obviously need to cater to all of our uh, constituents, our beloved. Yes, and you know, are we the uh, are we the the I don't know what the word is, but like you know the uh, the kings of of dribbling yarn. Yeah, we are. And so we provide that dribble and yarn for all, but then we also need to provide for the, the sort of the scumbag punters amongst us. And so we are in the works in a couple of things, on a couple of things, but we are going to be having on this week a friend of ours that we've acquired over the last six months. Mm. A dear friend now. A dear friend now. Mm. Um, his name, Michael Pride, a twenty late 20s professional gambler. Look- Grew up in Dubbo, so you already know he's a good bloke. But I mean, like, is it not the dream of every punter to be like, oh, we've got a new mate. Look at our mate, he's a professional gambler. He hasn't worked in like 10 years. Yeah. He hasn't had a proper job, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Look, His job is gambling. He's gambling professionally, and we like to say that he hasn't had a job for 3,000 plus days. Which is not inaccurate. No. 
It's something like that. Yeah. Now, we can ask him, and he, we will when we get him on, yeah. but it's roughly that number. The guy's terrific. He, you know, he builds linear regression models. So, you know, he's that sort of guy. Yeah, yeah. He's he that sort our, of cat. He, puts, he takes our quant models and he takes a shit on them. Put it yeah. that way, respectfully. Yeah. Look, our quant models aren't up to scratch. Compared to his linear Compared regression to, well, They're models. great. No, they are good. Ours are great, but he's a better. Now, uh, you know, he got us into Max Homer, who became close. And then the next week, Max Homer gets up and he was on Max Homer again the next he's week. He's got me on Webb Simpson. Right, I got Webb at like forty to one. Now, how's Webb doing? Webb, Webb was doing really well. Webb was two shots off the pace when we started the podcast this morning with eleven holes to go, which is pretty fucking impressive, especially because golf is hard to tip. Mm. But anyway, Webb's two back. Webb's two back. We've got we're, we're best mates with the professional gambler now, so. Do we now try and provide value to the punters out there? That's something we're thinking of. That's what... Look, we're thinking very, very carefully about it. Because that's the sort of blokes we are. Yep. We get professional gamblers in because so that you're looked after. Because you so guys... So that you're looked after. After the Saturday we just saw, you Mate, guys need all the help you can get. Tom and I have been... You know, we sat down, a couple of beers, and we were just, we're just working on things yep. after what we saw on yep. Saturday. We go, good Lord, if, if, if we are going to help these dumb dribblers... Who the fuck is? Exactly. Because good Lord, they need help. They need help back. They're doing dough quick, and I've seen dough done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of doing dough quickly, uh, this could be considered a frivolous and pointless expense, but we are very much toying with the idea of getting a uh, child's toy made in the form of a blocker roach and calling it a tickle me blocker and just having him say cliched lines every time you tickle him. It'll be one of one. It'll probably be one of one, or if there is an appetite for it, we might make a couple. <laughs> But that's just something that we've been thinking of. Tickle me blocker. <laughs> Tickle me blocker. Exactly like Elmo. Exactly but like blocker. Elmo, but it's blocker, so I think we're fine legally speaking. We can't get sued. But I just would love the idea of someone, you're tickling blocker, and he's like, your game's gone soft. Made him tougher in my night. I would have chinned him. Yeah. <laughs> just hit back the back of my... <laughs> Anyway, Tickle Me Blocker, uh, coming soon. to coming very soon. Um, one more thing before we uh, get into the sport, Eddie. This has been a long intro. Mm. Some keen-eyed dribblers over the weekend uh, got in touch with us, pointed out to you and I that um, our our intern over here, Dior Dave, was spotted in the YKTR studio. He was. What was going on there, Dior? How did you find yourself in in the the studios of the fastest growing fucking fashion brand on planet Earth? Right. Well, that was just pure luck. I was in these offices here with the Batuta boys, and they said, "Oh, do you want to come with to the YKTR studios?" And I was like, "Yeah, sounds cool." I think I realized later they just wanted me to drive them there because <laughs> I had a car, but it was cool. Just around the corner. Those so sneaky bastards. Net, net Kempy as well. So that was good. Nice. Saw Did you talk, you talk all, all, all really positive Hello Sport rhetoric? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you telling them about your podcast? Yeah, I was telling them about my podcast and my two interns you might, you might know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Kempy knows you guys. So, yeah, maybe you can get an intern spot on his podcast. Yeah, well. that's true. That's good. Yeah. That could be nice. So he's got a new studio. We could, you know, we could like mop the floors for him potentially. Mm. That could be nice. I think so. Um, and so, TV that needs cleaning a lot. Did you get in there? Now, I mean, like, which I guess what we've got to keep an eye on, like, Dave's got a long history of turncoat fame, right? So, mm. turns his back on the state, 
uh, turns it back on. Well, I don't know if you're a turncoat with the Storm fan, but, I mean, do we see you now slowly rocking up at YKTR more and more? Are they looking to recruit you? Are they looking to try and pinch you from us? Have you been Have you been headhunted? Have we got to start, like, a podcast wars? <laughs> do we have to go in there with, like, tridents and shit and defend <laughs> our honour? Look, I would appreciate that, and I, I think they were keen. But I don't think it's going to come to that yet. You know, I'm loyal to this podcast okay. so far. Okay. okay. That's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. Because yeah. we were ready to fucking... Keep your hands off him. <laughs> we were ready to go down there and drag you out of the house by your ears like a fucking angry parent. Be like, <laughs> get out of here. But good to know. Shout out to YKTR and to Batuta for cucking you, just getting you to drive over there. <laughs> I had a good afternoon anyway. Did you hang out there? Was it what was it? What'd you do? Um, yeah, well, we went there because um, Archie and Stocks were talking to them about bringing them on here. I think, and um, yeah, so we were just sitting there chatting for a bit. I don't know. I didn't have much to say, but it was, it was all business. <laughs> yeah, nice. I was just playing with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! Yeah, all saw right. that. Uh, all right, let's rip. Let's rip. Punters and dribblers. We are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, Tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up me bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people, and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game, though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yeah. or Hines doesn't play. Yeah. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. Yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you're following on my prof, is what I'm saying is, Daddy... They are calling me daddy value, and I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. Well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You've been pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention there because if that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's, no, but he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting So fucking... you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Were no, you... we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But I for. did the bets. I no, just you didn't... didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't went on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do, you didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told that's me, it. told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. 
that's a problem. We've we've now uncovered. That you didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit, yep. and then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tob was lying. Then. Yes, Tob was lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Nads. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler, dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. All right, Eddie, look, last week, as per the program, we start the podcast, we finish the podcast, and then as soon as we leave, news breaks. That's what happens every week. So Something we, will happen today. Something will happen today. We don't know what it is yet, but you best believe something's about to drop that we don't know about. Something really fucking something scandalous. really big, really scandalous, something that's really going to piss us off that we can't talk about. And that's what happened last week. And as soon as we left, we basically, you know, collapsed in a heap. Tears, inconsolable, you know, on the brink of despair when you flick over to the bloody news on your phone and see that one Tommy Turbo, the gazelle, the eighth wonder of the natural world, Tommy Trebojevic, has fucking done his good hammy. So not the one that we donated, his good hammy. And he's out for like seven or eight weeks, missing the first four rounds. Is it seven or eight? Yeah. Oh, because, yeah, he'd be missing the first four. Missing the first four, yeah, four weeks. that's right. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Grade well, two. Grade two, absolutely devastating. In the did shower. it in the shower? Now, Some people are saying... I don't know what he was doing in there. Well, I mean, it probably takes a lot to, you know, work yourself if you're, you know, someone of Tommy Turbo's ilk. He just had a few karmas. A few karma karmas. Yeah, you know, he'd had, he'd a, had a couple weekend, of karma karmas, A couple of karmas, sure. going. But, yeah, slipped in the shower, pulled his good hammy, now, listen, there are some fucking cynical bastards out there who are saying that they think he did it when he was racing cunts on the Manly Corso on a Saturday night the night before. To you, I say this. What has that man done to date to make you not trust every word he says? He's the most honest, down-to-earth straight shooter yeah. in rugby league football. Yeah. Now, I would also say to the naysayer cynics, if he went down, ran on that promenade, some dickhead would have filmed it. Yeah. Being like, fucking Tommy's down again. Like, there'd yeah. be footage of that everywhere. The fact that there isn't implies everything you need to know. And also, It wasn't done there. But also what I find, like, if he... If, let's say he did do it on the Corso, then it was going to happen, right? Like, people are going, he's fucking shooting me out sprinting. It's like, mate... It's a, it's an injury that comes from running. He did it running. It's not like he was... Like, it just... It happens. So it was either going to happen... Anyway, his hammy was dodgy. 
It went. But that's all by the by. That's none what of that, I mean. None of that matters because he's, he's allowed to race cunts on the course of he Of course he, of course He's a young man in the prime of his life. And look, he wasn't trying. If you let some dumb trying. dribbler beat him. Every, that dribbler who, you know, good on, good for him. He bloody got his 15 minutes. Harry, I think his name was. You know, everyone was talking about Harry getting signed up by NRL squad. Do you think Tommy was fucking trying? Had a gut full of piss. I think he'd been on, you know, on the island all day. That's exactly right. So, look. Lay off, Tommy. We all Lay believe him. him. And if you don't, well, then you've you've got bigger problems. Yeah. If you don't believe one of the most honest men in rugby league, you've got problems. Yeah, yeah. You're a, you're a negative Nancy. And now- No time for that. Now, is it- To is- all those people saying that my hammy's, you know, no good, bruh. Yeah. He injured the bat. He injured the good one. Yeah. Or what is now considered the bad one. Yeah, well, because the, the left is now the good one. As soon as my hemi went in, that became the good one. Yeah. And the- once good hammy became bad, and what you're seeing now is when one hammy's so strong, so reliable, yeah. so goddamn good to go, it can put pressure on the other one Yes, because it gets jealous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's it like tries sibling rivalry. It's sibling rivalry, and it tries too hard. If you're telling me that his hammy wasn't looking over at mine going, fuck, fuck that's a good-looking hammy. Yeah. Tried and tested under the immense strain of 9 p.m., cold, wintry, windy, Wentworth Park, Div Oztag. One. Div 1. Yeah. Like, it knew what the fuck it was up against. Yeah. And it's tried too hard. Tried way too hard. Now, listen. Tommy's having a time in the shower, and it's trying too hard. There is a chance we're going to have to get the right hammy out of Eddie and put it into Tommy, but not yet. Not yet. It's a good hammy. It was his good hammy. We give it time to recover. He goes again this season and we win the comp. Like, that's... We see how we go before we start getting rid of your other hammy. That's right. I don't think anyone really realises how, you know, demanding a hammy transplant is. It wasn't fun. It wasn't a walk in the park. Of course not. You had to... You went the big lift for your mate. It wasn't fun. No. Wasn't fun for either of no, us. No, the rehab for you. You're now getting used to no hammies, or his shit ones. They get chucked over to you. Yeah, I you mean, know? exactly right. So that's last resort stuff. Yeah. Am I prepared to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I am. I definitely am. I'm, I'm prepared to go the big lift once more for the club. For the club now. For the man. Speaking for the of the club, they did get pumped yesterday in the trial. Yeah, we did, yeah. Against the DMC Tigers. I believe it was like 52-10, something like that, Dior. Not a great score. But we obviously had a lot of people reaching out being like, oh, yeah, good luck for the fucking season, 52 And I'm like, it's a trial. Mate, no one was playing. It's a trial. You losers. We didn't fucking... Cherry wasn't playing. Tommy wasn't playing. Like Foran wasn't playing. Jake Chavoyevich wasn't playing. And they're like, oi, looking good. You're like, bruh. You guys rolled out your fucking, the squad of all squads. Your A squad. Your A squad. I didn't know anyone in that side, essentially. And, of course, like, who gives a shit, dude? It's a trial, you losers. That exemplifies DMC rhetoric when it's like, dude, we pumped you. No, 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 no. This is what exemplifies it. This is no bullshit. They got standing ovations at halftime and at full time from the crowd. The in Tigers the, the did. The Tigers did, yeah. At Leichhardt Oval. Standing <laughs> ovations. <laughs> Swear to God. They haven't seen a scoreline like that for fucking 15 at half years. At halftime, they got a standing over. At halftime, in a trial. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Grainy fucked up footage because it was a trial game. Yeah. Like, they didn't have the HD cameras no, there, but that was not. by the by. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like... If that doesn't encapsulate 
a club with a beta mentality, yeah. then no, and I'm not I'm not here salty because we lost to Charlie. I don't give no, a fuck. No, no, no. I can give a shit about I don't Charlie. give a fuck Congratulations about Congratulations to them. Congratulations to them. Good on you. Dude, well that's done. nice. That's nice for them to Sweet. get a bit of a win in the, coming into the season. But let's call a spade a spade. Like, honestly, if you are giving out standing O's at a trial game, you are basically saying, we are, this is the pinnacle of our season. Anything after this, we are fucking downhill and downhill. Well, that's quick. their grand final, right? They played their grand final yesterday at Leichhardt yeah. over at yeah. 5 p.m. That was, and you know what? Good on them. They turned up to play. That was grand final footy. Full strength team. Yeah. Fucking ready to rip and tear. Yeah. Now, Manly, because we're a team that deals in legit rings and prams, we were like, well, we're obviously not going to play our eight. This is a trial. Yeah. We're going to roll our deep. We're going to roll out our fucking, this is like a warm No offense game. to them playing. Well, but- no, but it was like, let's just get some, let's just get some miles under the legs. Yeah. You're right? Sorry, man. No, that's all right. Let's get some miles under the legs. Let's just get the, the wheels turning a little bit. Tigers. It was grand final day, and that's why everyone was up and about. The Tigers, the Tigers fans, they all knew about that. We, as, you know, again, premiership challenging teams, weren't aware of the fact that the beta teams are actually playing for premierships in the preseason. Well, no, playing for glory. Yeah. Playing for glory. Because you preseason to, premierships. Preseason premierships, that's right. I didn't know well, I didn't even know it was a fucking thing until no. yesterday. Until I saw the standing ovations yesterday and how much it meant to them yeah. to get a win of any description of any form. <laughs> yeah. I was genuinely shocked. Yeah. It actually makes you feel a bit sorry for him. A little bit sorry, mate. Now, speaking of other trial games, the Dragons got absolutely mauled. Now, this, you know... This one's a little bit more important. This is, because it's Charity Shield. They actually both rolled out their best teams, at least for the first half. Well, the Dragons, I think, probably had their best team for the full game, which is what made it sadder. But the Rabbitohs' full-strength team was humming. They looked good. They looked really good. Everyone's talking about them being prem faves this year. Maybe they are. I don't know if I'm ready to believe that, but they looked very good. Trell, Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds, who apparently they don't want. Yeah, which I can't work out. I don't. I don't know. They're like, I'm like, who? Okay, who are you bringing in? We'll give you one more year. It's like, but he's like a fucking one of the best halfbacks in the competition, and there's no one exactly waiting in the wings. We got a young guy coming through. It's like, yeah, but like. Wh- are you just going to get rid of a, like one of the best halfbacks in the game to bring on a young guy and just cop not being a challenger for a couple of years? Who's going? Who's better right now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Adam Reynolds is. So yeah. and I don't fucking and, but, chill out. But also, like halfbacks are. There's, we've got a dearth of halfbacks in the competition. Big dearth. Big, 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 big dearth of halfbacks. There's fuck all around. Yeah, if you haven't noticed. Adam Reynolds. Adam Reynolds. Adam Reynolds is probably the good, probably got the best kicking game. Maybe second. But- He's looking thick. I don't know if that was a, I've bulked up in the offseason, like I'm going to, you know, get it stuck in, or if it was still a bit of preseason pud, but he was looking thick. He did look thick. He looked thick as fuck. Cody Walker looked good. A good thick. Cody Walker looked very good. Cody Walker didn't look thick. No, Cody healthy. Walker just looked ready to rip. He looked like he was ready for a big season of rugby yeah. league. Trell looking a bit thick. Now, Trell yeah, always, Trell always comes in a bit thick. Trell, Trell always comes in on the I don't, side. I don't, I don't mind Trell being a bit thick, though. I got no dramas with Trell. I think Trell thick. plays all right footy, a bit thick. But I think Trell's body type's a bit thick. You know what I mean? Trell's not no, a six-pack guy. No, no, he's not a six-pack no, 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 guy. Trell's not a six-pack guy. No, 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 never will be. Not a veins in the bicep sort of guy. Doesn't need to be. No. But he's a damaging ball runner. Big, powerful boy. He's strong as an ox. Yeah. And he looks good. He's way more comfortable at fullback now as well. 
It's always the way, right? Tokes they want this guy, they want him to play fullback for the NRL, and then, you know, all the journals are like, he's fucking shit. It's like, he's played two games. Like, let's relax. He's in a new team. Now it's Trell, Rams upgraded, all the fucking correct sort of systems mm. have been uploaded. Yep. Um, and he's humming. So I'm... I've all, you know, I've always got a bit of a soft spot for the Rabbitohs for whatever reason. I just like them. Um, and this foundation no club, foundation club. They just they got some cool, they got players you like. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? Whereas they got players you can get behind. You can get behind them individually, collectively. So I don't mind the Rabbitohs, but the Dragons they looked disgusting. They looked absolutely putrid. I look. I, I, they, they had a close up on Jack Bird, and Jack looked. Like he was close to tears, like after the game. Well, not like during the game, as in, and 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 maybe I'm going a little overboard with that statement, but he just looked like, oh my god, there was that moment it dawned on him when he'd realised, what he's fuck, what I, have played, I, done? I played next to no football for the last couple of years at one of the shittest clubs of all time in the Broncos, and now I've come down to the Dragons, and things aren't looking good. They're not looking, and he any looked better. good. Like he's he a good, good player. Yeah, he set up a try, broke a tackle, gave a good offload. That's part of what I'm talking about. Yeah. When you know that you got a bit about you, you like, and you're playing with, you know, not much. He can bring your mood down. Yeah, is this the rest of my life? And man? I don't want to speak for Jack, but that's what I got. No, that's no, the vibe. That's, look, I got. we we are experts. Maybe a strong word, but you're like body language experts. We can read people. That's and right. Jack looked like. He was thinking, what the fuck? You know that Johnny Cash song, Hurt? What yeah. have I? Been? I feel like that was just playing well, I think in Jack, his head. I think Jack looks around and goes, oh, where the fuck are Oh, wait, what? Where is everyone? Sometimes good. you wake up and you don't know where you are just for like a split second before like, you know, your brain catches up to you. So he just went, wait, what? <laughs> the fuck is this? What am I wearing? <laughs> What's the score? <laughs> fuck. Oh, dude! God. And again, I come out to Mudgy for this. I'm telling you right now, as another try was scored against them on what looked like a lovely day in Mudgy, by the way. That great. There was a bit of HC light about that day. Shitloads. I think. I think he sort of had a moment to himself where he goes, oh, "I could just like go and run and jump in a pothole somewhere." Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's all. You know, it's potholes galore out in Mudgy that's as well. Right. Like that's you right. could, you could just jump the fence and never look back. Maybe that was sort of it. You know, like, you know, when Forrest Gump just starts running, mm. it's like if Jack just Forrest Gumped it and it was like, you know, he just runs through the dead ball, just jumps a barrier and just goes. And it's like, we haven't seen Jack for fucking weeks. He just mm. went running. And we don't know where he's gone. No, but he's just enjoying not having to be around that setup. Wouldn't be the first player to run away from the Dragons this season, though, would no, it? No, it wouldn't. Or, th- or last season. Or last season. Or just in general. Or the season before that. But look, again, I mean, I don't want it to sound like we've got an axe to grind. We have no problem with the Dragons. No, no, absolutely not. The Dragons are friends of ours. Yeah, yeah, they're a... But like we say... They're a great... Well, they're not a great foundation club, are they? They're merged, but they're, they're a great merger club. But we just call it how we see it. Yeah. And we said that Jack Bird looked a little upset with the scoreline and that the Bunnies look great. That's yeah. what we're saying. Bunnies look fantastic. That, now, that, that's a foundation club, the Bunnies, not the Dragons, unfortunately. They're not a foundation club. They're a... Well, they're a merger, but um, like, but the Bunnies. Now, that's a team you can get behind if you're a Bunnies fan. I'm a Manly fan, but I don't mind the Bunnies. Hate the Dragons. Like the Dragons, though. Um, is, <laughs> what Make of that what you will. <laughs> what else is there in rugby league? Um, I mean, there is the Titan salary cap scandal um, in terms of... Can you get that up, Dave, and actually provide some clarity? Because I don't really care... 
I did watch the, the Titans were playing the Warriors. I saw a little bit of that, and I just saw a long-range try from our fucking hot boy throbber, Tino Fa'asuomala'awi. Mm. He was looking good, and I expect him to throb his dick off this year. Well, I think you, I think you will, comfortably. Yeah. And we actually, Dave, couple so these are things we got to do. We got to get the super coach thing up and the tipping thing up. I will, if I can be fucked to get around super coach this year, which I will. Tino will be in my side. Has to be. Bank on that. Tino in the side. Take it to the bank. Take that to the bank. Um. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So this Titans thing, um, interesting one. They're being investigated. Um. I don't really understand why it's part of the salary cap, but anyway, they're being investigated over the payment of a $10,000 sum towards a security system, a gate and cameras. That's right. Which were installed at the property where David Fafita was trespassing. Yes. So, Fafita, when, you know, keys to the city, whole hullabaloo about nothing, Dave accidentally walks into the wrong house, but he's got the keys, so technically he's allowed to. Uh, Dave was being invited over to a chick's house. Now, Dave obviously would be a much sought-after commodity from the female persuasion on the Gold Coast. Everyone wants a piece, and the male persuasion, but I think Dave swings that way Mm. to the female side of the fence. Dave's gone to the house. Now, listen, what Dave was doing there, we don't know, because he may have just been going with a friend to catch up. She lives with the parents. Dave's gone into the house, walked into the wrong bedroom, walked into the parents' bedroom. Mama and Papa have seen a six foot four fucking jack to the tits rugby league powerhouse standing at the end of their bed. Papa's gone fucking hold on. I think picked up a baseball bat, something of that persuasion, maybe a cricket bat. We are in Australia and been like, what the fuck's going on? Dave's been like, whoa, hit a potentially Chong. Keys to the city. I'm Dave Fafita. You know me. I yeah. have the keys to this look, city. Look, look, Check the key. Check the key. The key fits. Key fits here, all right? Fucking whoa. I was told that I could walk wherever I wanted. When I was given these by the mayor, yeah. I was told I could do whatever I wanted. Keys to the city. Now, did I- Did you not get the memo? Or did, did you I, not get the facts? Did you guys fucking not explain this correctly to me? Because the way I understood it, if I get the keys to a city- I can I, open any door I want any at any door. time. It's a magic key. Is this key not magic? Thought it was. Thought it was. Well, it clearly is because I got in here. But look, they realized that this was just a mistake because it was confirmed that Dave was invited over for whatever purpose to go and see this chick. He was going to sneak into her bedroom. It was all above board. Then the Titans afterwards paid the family 10 Gs to upgrade their security system. And everyone's like, why? It was 10 Gs, right? Mm. Um, the family paid the Titans. No, the Titans no. paid the family 10 grand after this hullabaloo, which apparently was all G because Fafita didn't do anything wrong. But they just paid him 10 grand to upgrade their security system so that Dave doesn't fucking accidentally walk into their house again. But the key will still fit. The though. key will still work, so I don't understand why you... It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, unless they've like, mate, this is the one place in, in the Goldie now Dave won't be able to get in without a key. You'll need a code as well. Or like some sort of eyeball scanner or some shit. Sure. I mean, we can leave the security there. Yes. We don't need to mull on that any longer. No. But it is peculiar. And why... What's and what's But what's the problem? Are the Titans not allowed to do that? Well, the problem is that they didn't disclose that payment to the NRL. Um, Do they have to disclose every single payment they make? Probably. Probably. Oh, I got a cup of coffee today. 
NRL. Hope that's sweet. Long blacks. We got long black. Oh, NRL just got some pizza for for everyone in the office today. I hope that's sweet. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is that? Well, yeah. are they owned by the NRL still? Because the NRL own a couple of clubs. They own the Knights, I think. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, the I think they do. So maybe if it's their their owned, then maybe that's why they got to tell them all. But maybe again, you it's know, got, be maybe, some level maybe of it's five grand or more. You got a flag. But and again, maybe because it was directly related to David and whatever the fuck he's done. Yeah, wrong, I think like, when it's like an integrity unit kind of like investigation, something like that, they probably have to disclose. That we paid 10 grand for a new security system. Yeah, so that these guys wouldn't. Do we know out. what the security system was? Was it a, uh, uh, a crim safe? You know? <laughs> There's no specifics. It says- crim safe is just fly screen that can't be penetrated. Now, yeah. this says given that he had the key, gate. I don't know if crim safe's necessary. Well, I also don't know that crim safe well, stands not- up to the rigors of a rugby league yeah. rager, right? Well, like- I know this. This is what I know. It's not safe unless it's crim safe. That's, that's what, what I know. say. And that's not, a, that's not a plug. That's, that's not just, a plug. That's just a universal truth. It ain't safe unless it's crim safe. But is it rugby league safe? Is it David Fafita safe? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I would hazard a guess that probably not. No. If Big Dave had a cricket bat and he and he gave that the crim safe a working over, yeah. I don't think the crim safe's up to it. Well, if the rock can rip gates off his house, you're telling me Dave Fafita can't rip a fucking crim safe fly screen off? Look, the, I mean, the, the mesh used might be strong, but the screws that have yeah. put that into the fucking wood into aren't. The brick. They're not. They're no, not up to they're it. They're not at all. And you see those crim safe ads where they've got some dude in like a balaclava like just banging on the mesh a little bit. We need to see Dave Fafita skin full with a key to the city trying to rip that thing off before I'm going to be completely – like if I'm, if I'm living in a rugby league town like the Gold Coast, Newcastle, whatever, I think that the crim safe needs to be held to a higher standard because there are leagueies about. Yeah, much higher standard. Yeah. And I think – League safe. I don't think it's any coincidence, Tom. I don't think it's any coincidence that we haven't we haven't seen a rugby league safe version of the crim safe because they know deep down that it doesn't stand up to the rigors of rugby league. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. No. That's why they don't push it. There's always some guy with a, a black fucking stocking yeah. tied around his eyeballs with little slits in and it. And he just bangs it a little and bit. And he bads it or he climbs in through the window. You know, he's walking out with pearls and jewelry Tries and to shit. cut it with a knife and it's like, kick on, oh, it's crim safe. Rugby league players don't use knives. They use brute strength yeah. and fucking force. Yeah, yeah, Mate, Show me that. Deadlifting 300 kilos. You, you fucking kidding Running me? into each other at 400 kilometers an hour. feels It's like the equivalent of getting hit by a fridge. They're doing it tackle after tackle. 26 games a year. Minimum. Mate, imagine dropping the shoulder into the crimp safe. Good luck. That's it. So, Things where we about. get to... Uh, I don't, look, look I, mean, I don't know where we get to. I personally am happy with that uh, expenditure from the Titans. I don't give a fuck about that. Like, if that's the thing that could undo their salary cap, a $10,000 crim safe upgrade to this family that understandably probably weren't too stoked. Papa was probably a little pissed off having Big Dave in there. Would it, but why? I mean, work. I'd be pretty. I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, but I mean, if he's like, "Yo, I need ten thousand dollar crim safe," I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, whatever, fuck it." Like, it doesn't help the fuck. It doesn't change their their, their squad makeup. Or no, anything. it doesn't. I don't understand how it's even related to the salary cap. That doesn't make sense to no. me. Yeah, it's not well, a salary cap expense. It's an expense to Papa, whoever, to soothe his misgivings. Yeah, the connection they seem to have made here is that if. The, if that payment was found to have broken rules, they could be sanctioned in the form of a salary cap reduction because apparently they've left about $600,000 free and still have that free for Cameron Smith. Yeah, so why would you fuck them then for ten grand for this stupid thing? Like, it just it doesn't even matter. 
anyway, whatever. But like, you know, I think I think a couple of things that come out of this. Firstly, who gives a shit about the Titans' salary cap breach? It's not a real breach. And then, secondly, it's not crim safe unless it's rugby league safe. Mm. So I think crim safe need to have a real look, hard look at themselves. Yeah, I think yeah, that's the takeaway here. Paulo Costa, this is not going to be a segment. Well, it can be, but Paulo Costa, uh, I just read while I was uh, on the loo, mm. said that the reason he was performed so badly against Adesanya was because the night before the fight, he had a bottle of wine to try and sleep. That's a wild bit of fucking gear. For, like, maybe he did, but if he did, that's a wild thing to do the night before a world title fight. And then to come out and use it as an excuse, it's like, if you're going to have a bottle of wine to try to get to sleep the night before a fight, if it backfires, you can't bring that up. No way. You can't bring that up either way. No, but it's like, you've made a decision to go and have a bottle of wine, you fucking idiot. A lot of these cunts make fuckloads of excuses. The, yeah. the fight game has more excuses in it than any other game. I know. And the one, the, the ones you respect that the is, most... That is... <laughs> The ones you respect the most don't make excuses. Never. Like, even Connor. Connor never fucking makes an excuse. He just comes out and he's like, dude, he kicked the fuck out of my leg. It was a great play. He tries to rework the narrative a little bit by yes. saying, you know, I won this round, I won that round. Yes. And no one's done Completely. that before. Sure. But he doesn't, he doesn't be like, I lost because. Yeah. Exactly. He just tries to spin it positively, when he's, which he's a genius at. Because it's like, he'll lose to Khabib and then his Get upcoming pumped. fight. And, but then his upcoming fight, it's like, the only one to fucking take a round off could be or some shit or like, you know, and you're like, what the fuck? This somehow got me jacked. Yeah. Somehow I bought into it. But a bottle of wine the night before a world title fight to try and sleep, and he's like, I had one glass that didn't work. I had two glasses that didn't work. I had half a bottle that didn't work. I had a full bottle. And you're like, you probably because you're up all night pissing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Please. Anyway. I don't buy it. Not no. for a second. And just another quick one. Waratah's worst loss in history against the Brumbies tough, on the weekend. Really tough. That's back-to-back shellac. Yeah, yeah. 61. That's over 100 points, I think, in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, 61 points against the Brumbies. So Nathan Gray, still the defense coach? I mean, Rob Penny, their coach coach, is probably... If if he hasn't been taken out the back and whipped to death, that's probably something that's on the cards. The CEO is just probably lining that up, inviting media along today to drag Rob out the back, whip him to death, and then just leave him in that little pond out the front of the Waratahs HQ. No, Gray's not there anymore. Chris Whitaker is one of the assistant coaches. Who's the defense coach? Um, it doesn't say defense, but it's just... Assistant coaches Matt Cockbane and Chris Whitaker. Cobain, but that's all right. You get that wrong because it reads Cockbane. It does read Cockbane. Got Cockbane. I, I don't. I don't understand though. Like, if you're a fucking professional rugby player, you know how to tackle. Like, there are defensive systems that maybe you need to like incorporate. But it's like it's effort. It's effort. It's effort. effort. You know how to tackle. You got to boy the boys. You need some boy boys out there, and it doesn't mm. seem like they got any. I don't. Well, it doesn't seem like they do. No. Not with points. Of that magnitude. That scoreline suggests zero boy boys. Like, you can boy boys to make tackles at that level. You know in a game of uh, rugby league football, it doesn't have to be, but like when someone flies up at a line, puts a shot on, the next three tackles are huge. Like, mm. the, like the, the the opposition run harder, the, then your teammates are like, yeah, that was sick, let's rip, let's start smashing them. That's boying boys. If you don't know what that is, if you don't know what boy boying is, that's what it is. That's what it is. Boy the boys. Yeah. Be better. <laughs> 
Waratahs, yeah, they've conceded 102 points this season. Every other Australian Super Rugby team has conceded in the 20s. Wow. That is disgusting. Yeah. That's disgusting. I tell you what, though, in terms of benefits to pulling out of the uh, Super Rugby with New Zealand. and I Well, I think that's happening later in the year. No, that no, that's happened. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're only Super playing, Rugby, yeah. there's like a merging of the conferences. So is it like- yeah, but It is emerging. What? Are you sure? I yeah. think maybe it's like, isn't it- I looked it, it up yesterday. Ev- is it everyone or is it only like top teams? Let's do all that. Yeah. We, yeah. Let, we need to be across this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're but, definitely playing some- in some, some form sort of later in the year. Like but in I, June, do, but maybe? I, I, I think that it's provided at least without... And again, I haven't watched a game, unfortunately. I've been busy. Marries and marriages, bucks, you know, get off my case. But to have Australian teams winning is nice. Even if you've got teams like the Waratahs getting pumped, it's all right. Every comp's got a shit team and the Waratahs will come back if rugby's still alive. But, you know, to see the Brumbies kicking ass, the Reds kicking ass, like that doesn't happen if we're playing in the, against New Zealand teams. So from like an enjoyment perspective, it could actually be a good call that we've got this just this five-team comp. Getting wins. Getting wins. People are bound to win. Yeah, you have to win. Yeah, unless there's draws. But there's points being scored as well. It's not just like a you know, a nine to three win and it's all penalties. Mm. Some tries are being scored. Yeah, it's nice. Well, South Africa have fucked off to Europe as well. So that sparks, that's the end, I think. Well, it's the end of what Super Rugby, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, but like, fuck South Africa, who cares? That's what I mean. But it's what we've been crying out for for many years. Because no one likes to watch the games at two in the morning. No. Unless you're on a Larry. Yeah, so um, uh, it starts on May 14, a week after the individual New Zealand and Australia things conclude. And yeah, you're right, it's all the teams. So five New Zealand teams versus five Australian teams. Everyone plays each other once. Um I think my math is right. This is better. I actually um, like it. And then the final is literally just the top two place teams on the table. I like that. Okay. And there's one super round where everyone, you know, like rugby league super round vibes. Oh, like as in magic, magic yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Where the, where's that held at? Um, Suncorp probably as well. It does would make sense. Say, it wasn't announced in this article. I bet you it's at Suncorp. And New Zealand coming here and doing a like a bubble over here, they must be. Well, that's over Maybe. Yeah, that's I, don't th- I think that's still well. up in the air. The all, well, yeah, there might be a travel bubble, but like, yeah, yeah. You, they they just come out two weeks before or some shit. That sounds better to me. Get a fucking get a few games in of just Australian teams with some wins, get some confidence up, and then we get pumped by a bunch of New Zealand teams, and they have a final and they do their own thing. We'll watch the final, maybe, mm. and then it's and then it's into the tests. You noticed that there might have been a uh, a breakup. Look. Obviously, we obviously up. here we cover the, we cover the hard hitting, the hard hitting stuff. The men's women's weekly topics. It's the men's women's weekly. That's right. Now, Nick Kyrgios, um, who you Friend know, of the show. we have a soft spot for on this show, has been doing you know a little bit of a back and forth, back and forth with his lover. Are they on? Are they off? On Ch- again? Off again? Chiara Pasari. Kiara. Kiara. Spelt Chiara. Yeah, right. But sure, it's Chiara. That's the worst spelling I've ever seen. Is it, let me see the spelling. Ciara? See. Maybe you, Ciara? Have you never seen that before? Ciara, Chiara with an A. No, R. never. Not, uh, not in all my I life. There like two or three. Spelt like that? Yeah. One's a dog, though. But the other two well, are humans. Well, yeah. when there's no implication there. <laughs> <laughs> now... They're at the centre of multiple rumours in recent weeks. However, the saga took an explosive twist, punters and dribblers. Tuesday night. That's Tuesday last week. Yes. Again, we always miss the, we, we we always miss the, miss big, the big story. Stories. Now, just before you move on, after Kyrgios, I think, got a win at the Oz Open, because they were on the rocks pre-open, 
then... In fact, I believe they were broken up. No, but she's put something up about cheating. Yes, but this is pre-open. She seems very active on the IG, right? Yeah, as they all are. Like when they, you know, when shit's going south, it's like fuck you, your dog. But so like before, uh, before the Aussie Open, she had a couple of those. So everyone was like, they're off. Then after one of his games, he goes and signs the TV screen, and he's like, "Love you, miss you, chiss or whatever the fucking name is, kiss Chiara." Yeah. So then it was like, you know, the nation's like, oh, shit, is the king back with his queen? Mm. Then post-Oz Open, they were back on. Well, she put she put up a lovely post they, for Valentine's Day, uh, you know, expressing her love for the king. And that, like, you know, uh, relationships are hard. They take work, this and that, ups and downs, smiles and frowns. And then I was shocked to come in here today to see your beautiful pastel pink face and hear... Well, I was distressed. The worst. I was distressed. Yeah. I was distressed. Now, things have taken a turn, which is unfortunate for all. Now, I'm going to read the uh, the series of text messages here as Please per do. Yahoo Sport. So, are these text messages that were shared onto Yeah, Instagram? on her Instagram. Fantastic. Pasari posted a screenshot of the messages she received to believe to be from Kyrgios. Ha, 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 you got a dude there. Ha, 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 ha. Kyrgios allegedly wrote. Maybe. You got a dude there? Dude. Oh, you got a dude there. Too good. You disgust me. Ha, ha, ha. So good. In lot. Enjoy your life. Ha, ha, ha. ha That's ha, ha. curious to Pasari. Now, Pasari may well have another lover on the go. Right. That's the way I'm reading that. Can we just have a little talk about those texts there? The ha, 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 extreme heart. Do we think he was actually laughing? Or do we think that's a broken hearted man? Also, enjoy your life. Ha, ha, ha. Was actually a HS, HS, HS. Now, has, 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 has. that might be between tears. That could be, right? You like, know what I mean? Where's missing. the A? Where's the S? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a mess. Yeah. I'm a mess. Use an S, I'm a mess. Yeah, yeah. Has, has, has. You know there's usually some much there's emotion wrapped up in that. She replied saying, you just told me everything without even knowing. Ha, 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 ha. Laughing. Dude, they like, this ha, ha, ha is so, uh, is so passive aggressive. Curious, what? Ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, I'm sorry you hate yourself. <laughs> Any ha-has? No. Okay, so that one was Just a bit- cold. That was cold as fuck. Kyrgios goes, good luck being Canberra the rest of your life. Dot, oh. dot, dot. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kyrgios and Pisari are no longer following each other on Instagram. Oh, no. Fucking, they went down in flames. <laughs> flames. That was Hindenburg shit, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> The Canberra comment. Yeah, it, no, that's, that's, uh, that's that cuts deep. That cuts deep, especially then with a few more ha ha's on the bottom. Like the <laughs> ha ha's, that was a chef's kiss at the end of a fucking <laughs> phenomenal wrecking. Oh my god! So I tell, tell you what, one she, of the one of the most high profile relationships in tennis. Yeah, well, globally. the king and queen of Australian sport. Uh, there's, formerly, there's been a bit of an update as well as I'm doing some dioring here. Um, so what? there's a photo that someone's that another very good looking young woman's posted with Kyrgios, but in this same article, it's got a video that Kiara posted to her Instagram, then took down of Huge. her kind of ranting Get it about on the Nick. Fucking Have screen. you got it? Yeah, it's here. Huge from you, Dave. Good from you, Chiara. What she headphones said. on, Ed. I hope there's a lot of ha has. I got to tell you. <laughs> um. All right. Today I learned that apparently um, publishing personal text messages between someone who sent you something really abrasive and rude is um, more damaging um, to one's well-being and career than um, 
and um, driving away and proceeding to message their best friend to ask them if they're keeping on and then proceeding <laughs> oh, to no. the club until this is Hindenburg shit, and dude. Not hearing from them for two days, so that's new to me. Um, I'm a bit confused about. Okay, look, I'm just going to say this without knowing the inner workings of what's happening there, but... If Has Nick gone on a bender and just not messaged her? I'm saying if you're posting text messages to your Instagram, you are one of the biggest days of all time. Yes. Like, a, a fiery Hindenburg breakup is one thing, and it's between two lovers. We shouldn't know about it. Unfortunately, we do, and, you know, it's our responsibility to cover it as, you know, the... the uh, the purveyors of dribble and yarn, right? Mm. So, like, we have to cover it, but, I mean, <laughs> you don't post fucking text messages to IG, and then these videos, like, who's she talking to? I don't know. Her 39,000 followers. Like, sure. She's, sure. Oh, I just went on her Instagram then. Uh, according to her story, she seems to be away, probably for some R&R, probably to escape the headline. Yeah. Headlines to, to escape media scrutiny. Yes. But also, you know, showing everyone where you are. But Correct. That's by that's, the by. That's, you know. Chiara, again, seems like a big day. She seems like a huge day. Um, so this was the photo of Nick with a new girl that there's lots of speculation about. I mean, that looks very platonic and unsexual, that photo. There couldn't it be does. less chemistry between those two people. You know what I mean? That's They aren't even touching each other. No, they're not. There's a, there's a good, ooh, what what do you call that? Good 10 centimetres between them? Yeah, you could, you could fit through that gap. Mm-hmm. You could kick a footy through there. Well, you could grub it. You'd have to be accurate, but yeah, yeah well, you could. You'd need to be good, um, but there's no sexual chemistry there. That looks like she's asked him for a photo. He's taking a selfie. Yeah, he, she spotted him at the mall, and he, she said, "Can I get a photo with you?" And he said, "Sure." Yeah, sure, that's cool. But has he taken the photo then? I well, think she, she might have asked him to because he's got longer arms. Yeah, okay, he's got yeah. bigger reach than her. You know, <laughs> he's he's six two, six three. I mean, she's he's, a, she's he's got a, big levers. Yeah, she's a diminutive little thing. So you know, he's she's probably, just she's playing smart footy. Yeah, she said, "Look, you're better. You're you're more equipped to take that's the selfie right. than I." That's right. You take the reins, big guy. And he has, but no, I mean, zero sexual chemistry in that photo. I, look, if I was speaking to Shisandra or whatever her name is, mm. I'd be saying, "Listen, babe, get off the gram. Stop posting bloody text messages, and don't worry about this photo." And listen, listen. Sorry, I, I, I know you're going to hate to hear it, but people are going to side with the king. They will. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Well, but you know what? Especially when all that ha- seems to have come to light is text messages. That didn't. There was just a lot of ha-has in there, a lot of really unsubtle, passive-aggressive ha-has. And then he burnt you with a Canberra line, like which was a good one. It was a ripper. It was a ripper. Don't take the king on. You can't take. You best believe. You step to the king. You step correct. Otherwise, he's gonna <laughs> fuck you. So listen, are we 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 where. You know, are you sad that it's over, or are you happy that it happened? You know what I mean. It was a it was a nice relationship while it while it yeah, lasted. Take the memories and run. That's it, the and move on. Ones. Take the memories, take the lessons, the learnings, mm. and then go forward with your life. You know, you got a lot of followers now. You can start. Yeah. You know, you can start monetizing that That's potentially, right. getting potentially. some brands on board, endorsing some things. That's right. You know, there's a new future out there for you. It's just it's, it's, you're it's, a beautiful young woman. Look, it's not far away. You got to reach out and grab it. Yeah. But 
the yeah. onus is on you exactly to, to, to turn the corner, turn the corner and make this thing. No one's going to turn the corner for you. Take lemonades, make or take lemons and make lemonade. That's right. Be- beautiful, delicious lemonade you know, that you can are, sell at the market. What are some of those like five know, bucks a pop? Now you're in brands. You can uh, the Revolve chicks or you know like nasty girl, hoo boo, boo hoo. <laughs> you know it's all there. It's there. Bras and things. Bras and things. Now we're talking. I mean endorsements lined up, ready yeah. to roll. Makeup brands, mm. but it's all lightning. Teeth brightening, Hello Fresh. That's right. Skincare. Yeah. Endless amounts. But it's all attitude yeah. and application. Application. Big lift stuff. Yeah. You gotta go the big lift. So good luck to both of them in their future, you know, single people in the world. Look, good luck. Good That's luck. all I can say. Good luck. It's been fun to watch then. <laughs> Look, punters and dribblers, again, last week. These things happen after the podcast has been recorded. But Tiger Woods, I don't know when even that happened. Tiger Woods involved in a fucking nasty accident. Yeah. Car rolled. Car was a mess. He had fucking... You looked at that and you thought... And you said to yourself, Jesus Christ, can any... Can a man survive that? (laughs) Tiger can. Tiger can. Tiger can. Tiger's not in a good way, though. Uh, You know, ankles smashed up, foot smashed up. Rods pins. The rods and pins, rods and pins. Legs aren't good. Will he play golf again? Only time will tell. Yeah. But if anyone can do it, it's Tiger. Yes. This will be the bigger comeback, obviously. Obviously, But, like, you know, if he comes... Like, it's not important that he comes back. I think Roy McIlroy was like... They were like, do you think Tiger can come back? He's like, listen, I think we should just be happy that, like, Tiger's kids still have their, parents, have their dad around. The man's still with us. Like... Who gives a fuck if he comes back at this stage? Which Let's is, just wait and see how his legs are. Which is 100% true. The thing is, Tiger is so important to golf that that is everyone's immediate concern. Yeah. How can golf survive in a Tigerless world? Yeah. Well, no one really knows. No one knows. But at this point in time, not well. No, we're praying because those and pins get to work. In, in, the, in the years that he had off, golf went to the fucking dogs. Mm-hmm. Let's all call a spade a spade. So we pray to the to the the god of rods and pins, <laughs> you know that he that he's doing his best work, he's doing his best work, and that he bounces back. That he bounces um, back. But yeah, look, there's not much else to really add there. It was nice to see that. Uh, I think there's a few golfers um, currently playing today on the Sunday. They've all dressed in Sunday Tiger red and black. You know what I would say to that? You all should be. They all should. One hundred percent. They I all f- should. Have been. How the fuck? If you got whisper. Or you know, even probably a text from Rory, for example, yeah. saying, listen, mate, we're all going to wear our Tiger Sunday tomorrow, the red and the black. Get around it. Yeah. Show support for the greatest golfer of all time who's done so much for the sport, who's yeah. fucking lined your pockets, better yeah. believe it. To turn around and say no. Doesn't make sense. Does that make sense? Unless you are a lowly fucking... No, no, no. No, but like a guy who packs his own clothes and and didn't have the red in the brand that you represent. I'll allow it, maybe, but also, bro, be better. Yeah. But if you are making, you know... The an active decision to Nabra Tiger Woods in his time of need when he's laying there pinned and rod within an inch of his life... You need to have a long, hard look at yourself. You know what? Sport, sports bigger than you, bro. It's way bigger than you, bro. It's bigger than your needs and your ego. Getting your Sunday Tiger best. Getting your Sunday best and fucking support him. So to the ones that did it, good on you, and the ones that didn't, shame on you. I was thinking this time as we looked at the, you know, the wreck, the wreckage, Mm. you know, and the and the news reports on loop. 
I did have flashbacks to him winning the Masters 2019 and just the euphoria around that moment. And I couldn't help but feel like maybe that was it. Well, yeah, that certainly was, I think. Do you know what I mean? Like, he deserved deserved that comeback and he got it. Yes. Are we now hanging on to... Like the old family dog that's, you know, past its best. And now it's probably best just to allow that dog, give it a tennis ball, give it a fucking nice place to sit in the backyard and just sort of let him chill. A beautiful tree. Yeah, yeah. And, on a lovely day. Yeah, yeah. And just just make sure that all the gates are locked because sometimes they've got a propensity to go out and wander and never come back. So you just got to keep them in the, in the yard, give them what they need, give them a cuddle and a pat when you see them at the end of the day. Instead of making them come to you, you know, their back legs are fucked, their lower back, whatever it is, you then go to them. Don't make them walk all the way across the backyard. Just treat this family dog well in its remaining years. That's right. And maybe that's what we do with Tiger. Yeah. We sit him down in the commentary booth and he can whisper sweet nothings to us. Correct. Until he's ready to pass. And chong honeys. And chong honeys. But we, then he can come to us without him needing to do much. Yes. Make it easy for him. But the competitive spirit lives on in that man. So maybe he maybe he wants to come back. But again, that's all up to the God of Rod and Pins. We'll see. <laughs> it's up to the God of Rod and Pins. And he can be a hard man to please. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the God of Rod and Pins historically... Unforgiving. Unforgiving. Bit of a ruthless cunt. Yeah. He's more like a bare minimum, I'll just do what I need to get you back and that's it. Mm. If you want anything more than that, if you want anything more than Rods and Pins, you've come to the wrong guy. <laughs> that's all I got. Let's do it. Let's dribble. Let's go. Uh, hey, boys. Uh, first on Dribbler. Uh, just giving you a call up. I've been listening to some of the old potties, uh, and I've just stumbled across the one about when Gil Yates is meant to find St. Peter. Uh, just wanted to alert you to the fact that it's currently the 21st of February, meaning that it's the week of uh, Gil Yates' entry into St. Peter's orbit. So... Uh, it's a good point. I don't know if we played that, that dribble last week or if it was. No, I don't think we did last week. We definitely did. No, but I don't think it was. I don't think it made it um, because we because there's something fucked up with the dribbles last week where we knew we missed a couple and we we're like, oh, maybe he sent it through. So I didn't. It wasn't in the actual podcast. Anyway. It's a very fair question. We don't know where the fuck Gil's piece is, uh, so we need an update from the full quick kid, Pronto. Yeah. Pronto. If you're the full quid kid, get in touch. Let's move on. It's a good point, though. Do you know what I mean? Tom and Eddie, uh, the Merd Dribbler here calling in. You are unfortunately the dreaded uh, cut-off voicemail and uh, no replay from you happened to me. I thought I'd never see the day. So I'm jumping in early um, for this week, straight off the back of listening to the podcast this morning. Um, since you made a bit of a thing about Gretzky and saying it's not international sport, I'm going to tell you the uh, the fact and the statistic I was going to show uh, tell you. But uh, as the other Wayne Gretzky dribbler pointed out, a, a point is given for an assist or a goal scored. Um, in his 20 years, uh, Wayne Gretzky scored uh, 16 seasons with more than 100 points. And out of about 60,000 possible attempts at getting um, points uh, in the 100 seasons of the NHL, he is the only player to get more than 200 points in a season. And he did this on four occasions. Uh, three of those 
he did in consecutive years. So if you talk about GOAT status and just being statistically so much better than anyone else who's played the game, uh, he's going to be up there with Sir Don, um, the Barrel native, true to Mundra native, but uh, lived in Barrel. Anyway, I'm going to make a point now of ringing in uh, every week with a Wayne Gretzky stat, because as the other dribbler said, uh, it's pretty impressive. Uh, I'm going to finish off this with something different. You're probably going to talk about it on the podcast, but uh, big Sammy Bird just getting done on Braemar Strait. Tom, being a fellow Southern Highlander, I'm sure you are familiar with some of the RBT and MDD traps um, known around the Highlands. That is one of them, and he, he was obviously not a local um, to not know that they were going to be set up there waiting for him. Um, so I'm going to put the punters and dribblers. If you can put up on the page or call in any of the known hotspots that the RBTs like to set up, um, I'll put one up there for any other Southern Highlands dribblers, which you'll all, be in, all know about, but just outside the old Heritage Park. Um, on the main road there, you just round the bend and bang, you've got nowhere to go. So uh, <laughs> anyway, Tom, maybe some of yours from the local area. Um, be good to know for when I'm back at home so you know I don't get caught. Cheese and bacon roll soon. Well, let's start off the top. Thanks for the Wayne Gretzky information. I yeah. would say this. I would say this. All respect to Wayne. Full respect. But, you know... Wayne's from Canada, plays a, a largely Canadian sport mm. and one that we have very little time for down here. So I would say off the bat, if you're going to call in every week, call in with a Don Bradman stat. <laughs> Do you know like, what I mean? I get Wayne's clearly good, right? But I we don't get give it. a fuck about ice hockey. So it's hard for me to get behind. Like, I'm sure there's a statistical genius in, like, fucking handball. Mm. I don't care, though. No. It's calling with Don stats. Yeah. Or something that we'd like. Something that's a little more, you know, palatable. But that stat was good nonetheless. From Love that stat, but I don't need one of those every week. No, definitely not. You'll get cut more than you care for. <laughs> um, in terms of RBTs, now, he's absolutely right in terms of Braemar straight down in the Southern Highlands there. That's, you, you're fucked getting through there if there's an RBT on the go. Listen, you don't want to get too much into the old Sammy Burgess situation there. It's a bit tough. Kids and shit involved. Done with some... I think they said there was some bag in the system. There was bag in the system, no license, unregistered vehicle, and I believe on parole, like not parole, like he's on a good behaviour bond rather. Right, yeah. So, the, so this is so with the, shit city. Well, uh, you know, I I believe, and I could be wrong here, but... If he gets charged criminally with the drugs in the system driving thing, I think that may well affect his good behaviour bond because it's a criminal charge. So, I will say this. I reckon the dumbest part of the whole thing, potentially, this is just a potentially, but like, listen, if you've been doing Red Bulls, say like 24 hours prior, I don't know how long this shit stays in your system for, but you know like if you get tested, it's still in your system, Mm. like from like a player performance sense. I think it lasts a couple of days, right? Like, if he, he, I would assume, had he been doing it, it wasn't like he was on coke as he was driving. It was almost like it was still there left over from a, a night Who on, knows? The, on the tools. Who knows? But that just seems to me to make more sense the next day. Well, if he'd come from seeing his kids, you'd assume No, he was that- going to pick them up. Oh, okay. But, like... You go, okay, so I could I can see a world where he's unlucky in that situation where it's like maybe it's still in there. Not that I've done it, but I assume. But 
the unregistered car and no license is you're just a fucking that's idiot. on you man. you're an idiot it's all on you really yeah. well, it it's all on you but like you're a fucking idiot for that especially when you've got all this shit going on yeah 100 percent. now on the final point if you do need help we're not going to go list them all no but if you're ever wondering geez i wonder if there's an rbt here or there get ways yeah ways will help you don't drink drive don't fucking do that. But if you're just worried about RBTs, Waze the app. If they make you nervous. Yeah. They make me nervous. Waze the app. You know, sometimes you go, I've had two beers. You go, fuck. Like, I know I'm probably under, but I'm still nervous. W-A-Z-E. Yeah. We are not out. encouraging drink driving, though. No. no, we're not. That we are not doing. No, we're not. No, we're not. That's ridiculous. Don't misread us. Don't mishear us. That's ridiculous. So, Ninefeld Drive, though, coming off there, back into the city via Oxford Street. A lot of times there's an RBT there. gets you good. Nine times out of ten. Yep. Make smart decisions. Yep. Don't drink drive. Let's keep going. Tom, Eddie, Dave, punters, dribblers. This guy sounds like he's trying to sound Um, tired. uh, What was on my head? Tim Tams. Oh, good lord. We, there's, I've just got a notification. Not a notification, sorry. It's come up on my Instagram. But, um, there's four new Instagram... Oh, fuck. Four new Tim Tam flavors coming out. Um, what the fuck's going on? I just kind of wanted to know what your opinion on it all is. Like, obviously, the original's great. The next best is... I mean, I, personally, I'd put double coat first. Yeah, I love Then that. original, then maybe caramel, but then there's all the other... There's the ice cream ones and the ones that you're supposed to fucking put in the freezer and all this shit. Because you got to stop watching the throat. ones. Um, yeah, it's I just um, kind of wanted to bring that up. Like, do you think Tim Tams are overstepping? Yeah. Is this the way forward? Because I'm a simple man, you know? Double coat. Something along the lines of that, like a Monte Carlo or... A mint sauce, but I don't know. Biscuits you need to put in the freezer. That sounds like he talks a lot with his throat. Anyway, this one. Do you know what I mean? That was like, it sounds like he's, you know, like your vocal cords, you can feel them sort of back, and like there's a bit of chest work in, so to speak. He sounds all throat. He feels throaty. He feels very throaty. Anyway, that's by the by. Clearing your throat, never please. Nick, uh, Nick Bath. I was with him on Friday night. Barthy? Barthy, yeah. Where? Uh, at the Harbord Hotel. Barthy of Thick Ropes yeah. County fame. Yeah. I was there with Elza having a nice night, margaritas, and he came up and fucking said g'day. And then he's we a shot, legend. And we shot the shit all night. But he was telling me, right, he's in like the trade show game in, in, in Germany. He bribes the hall operators so he can get better spaces for his clients with Tim Tams. He takes over a fucking suitcase of Tim Tams. What a weapon. To bribe people because they can't get a fuck enough of them. So first and foremost, Tim Tams undefeated. Yeah. The greatest Australian bicky going around. Going around. In terms of my favorite, I fucking love dark Tim Tams. They are unbelievable. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not too dark. It's not like 90% fucking- Cocoa or whatever. Cocoa. Mm. The dark Tim Tams, mate, they are fucking ridiculous. I am definitely a classic man. I'm a classic man, and I like a classic Tim Tam. I'd be I'd be a dark over classic now. I'm probably dark classic double coat. I reckon I'd be, in that order. I'd be classic caramel double. That would just be me. But either way, 
What was the question? What's the best type of Tim Tam? I don't know. Well, I he was talking about how they release four new flavors. Yeah, fuck all that. I don't care. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I I'm get it. Look that good, to be honest. It's no. like them releasing new flavors of shapes. I don't give a shit. No, man. I know what I like. Give me barbecue. Give yeah. me pizza. Give me chicken crimpy. I'll give it a go if someone's got it there. I might try. It, but like, oh, here's some. I'll try it. Cherry tomato. Of course, flavor. I'll like, try. Literally it. one that looks like they've tried to go for a cherry ripe vibe. Yeah, you go. people like cherry ripe. Yeah, but you know what they do if they want a cherry ripe? They have a cherry ripe. I if I want a Tim Tam, I come to Tim Tams for a couple of things. Mm. Classic, double stuff caramel. Otherwise, hit the bricks. Have you had a dark one? I'm sure I've had a dark one. You should try them. Look, I'll give it a go. A Tim Tam sponsorship. Actually, when I was working at radio... and I You was, don't need one. No, I don't. <laughs> when I was working in radio, Tim Tams, you would often, they'd just like, you'd walk into the office and it's like, oh, yeah, fucking Domino's sent in 40 pizzas for no reason. Or like, yeah, McDonald's is sponsoring the breakfast show. Here's fucking Big Macs for six weeks. <laughs> I went in one day and there was a box, and I'm talking a box of Tim Tam original packets on my desk, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was in the middle of a dry, dry was it dry Feb health kick, and I had a box of Tim Tams there, just fucking absolutely baiting me. Now, did I have some? I think I did. I think I broke because I don't have any fucking mental fortitude like that. But did you eat a whole packet? I think. I've, what do you mean? When I've eaten a whole packet heaps of times. No, in my but like life. during that period. Probably we, did, we used to do the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember probably. It, and you were like, they got their way. They had their way with me. Yeah, I would have comfortably knocked off a packet. Who hasn't? If you haven't knocked off a packet Tim Tams, fuck off. You're lying. I think if you haven't by yourself knocked off a packet Tim Tams in a sitting, I think you're lying to yourself and you're lying to the punter and the dribbler and you're lying to the nation. Let's move on. That's getting me angry. All right, next one's a double. Hey boys, first time dribbler here. Like the little that. intro. Wasn't expecting that. Love a little touch. Uh, I was just listening to the Ronaldo dribbler from last week, and first of all, a couple of points, or maybe a little bit of feedback from the podcast. I do think there's a bit of a potential. Anyway, sorry, I'm on a walk because I'm puffing a little bit. Um, to get around the global game a little bit more, specifically here at home with the Mariners, uh, we're definitely you know, making our way and bouncing back, and we we do kind of you know it's a beach setting. Local community, we fucking lick the bag for funds. Uh, similar to the Manly Boys, and Jesus I just think that there's a bit of potential for the podcast to maybe align themselves with with one of the all-time great comebacks when the Mariners win the league this year. So, yeah, just a bit of feedback for the boys, and I think you know, great opportunity there as well for the podcast. So, uh, business plan soon. Second part and the more important part of the podcast. Sorry, there's a bit. I'm sorry, run on here. Do you boys fucking play sport on an Excel spreadsheet or not? This Ronaldo Dubois has obviously never watched a fucking game in his life. Mm-hmm. Messi brings so much more to the game than what shows up in fucking Excel time. And for all you dribblers out there that don't understand the comparison, I'll, I'll keep this into story, boys. It's like JT versus Joey. When you look back and you put in your fucking Excel, JT's had a pretty good career. But everyone knows JT didn't tackle... If you put Joey in those sides, he wins it with his fucking dick. So the question to you boys is, are you boys artists or are you accountants? What do you think? Got to say, that was a pretty, in terms of painting his argument, I think he did a pretty good job of that in terms of like success via an Excel spreadsheet or success being measured as, you know, art vibe. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like Federer and Djokovic, you know. He might have all the stats... 
but the artist, but the artist reigns supreme. And see, for me, because I don't watch a whole lot of soccer, I don't know if he's right or not. You know what I mean? I just think, well, like Ronaldo's hot, and mm. you know he does like a celebration and shit. But the Messi Ronaldo argument has been going on for ten years, yeah. like, and there hasn't been a decisive winner. No, because hasn't Messi also got more Ballon d'Ors? Or He's got more Ballon d'Ors. That's right. He does have more Ballon d'Ors. So you know, again, that, we're not going to sit XL? here. We're not going to sit here and fucking go through it. But no, we're not. But I appreciate the argument. I guess look, he's making the argument there, more to the yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. In terms of your comment around, is there more bandwidth on this podcast for A League? Look, it's unfortunately, a- that that you may be barking up the wrong tree. Now you never say never in this game. Yeah. Get Usain Bolt back to your club, then maybe. Yeah, that's what we need. Usain. We haven't followed the A League since Usain Bolt left. Put yeah. it that way. You guys are. You need marquee signings and you need them quick in the A League, and it just seems like like where's Del Piero gone? You know what I mean. We've been calling for marquee signings since Del Piero left. Shinji Ono, and sign we up. haven't we haven't had any. Emil Heskey, yeah, sign up Izzy full out. Like, exactly. What the something. fuck are we yeah. doing here? No you guys got to think him. outside the box. The, the fact you didn't get David Beckham down here to sun his dick yeah. and, and play football and look gorgeous is just an opportunity missed, and you know it is. You know it is. So we're not saying we won't, but we're saying don't hold your breath. Wait, no, no, this on. is what we're saying. This is what we're saying. Get some marquee signings yeah. and we'll follow it. But until then, it'll, it'll be, be tough. It's going to be tough. Real tough. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Disciples, Kick and T Dribbler. Boys, what are your thoughts on a punters and dribblers app? I'm thinking we create an app, then it gives live updates of all rugby league scandals as they happen. In real time, what you know, what we'll do is we'll, we'll hack into the New South Wales Police. You know, the, the mainframe. We'll get uh, live CCT footage from all the great rugby league, you know, scandal venues. Thinking probably the Sheaf, you know, King Street Hotel up in Newcastle, Northies down in Cronulla. You know, that way the P and the D can see real live time footage of any scandal as it happens, when it happens. Imagine last week, you guys are mid-potty, you know, ding, ding, notification, straight to the phone, you know, Sam Burgess, you know, allegedly pulled over highway patrol, allegedly failed drugs test, you know, allegedly, you know, you guys get it straight from the source and you don't miss the scoop. You know, if, if we've learned anything from Facebook and big media, it's that we're going to have to take the source of news into our own hands. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, also, boys, just quickly want to give Nilso a bit of love. Um, mate, I know you haven't got many letters left in your name, um, and I just want to let you know I've got, I've got plenty of Ds and plenty of Ms in mine. Um, so, mate, if you're going to renew your licence, uh, need me to spot you a couple of consonants, you know, happy to, happy to lend you a couple of letters. Um, I'll definitely need them back. But, uh, yeah, you know, every punter goes through a dry patch. So, Nilso, just reach out if you want to borrow a couple of letters. That's beautiful. Um, That's boys, nice. let's take on big tech. Um, Look, if that bloke's a doer, like if he's a doer, the king, the king T dribbler, and he can get it done. Oh, mate, you build the app. We'll 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 happily we'll use it. Yeah, but we won't be building it. No, he's got a second. I think some more deets on what he reckons should go in the app. All right, we'll give him. Uh, Good day, boys. This is KTD. Just to double down on this app, you know, I I think we're bigger than Facebook now, and and I think an app is the only way really for the dribbler to move forward. You know, some other ideas. You know, a bit like Tinder. Every dribbler gets a profile, you know, your name, dribbler name, where you're from, you know, houses the punting tips of the week, you know, junior footy club, shout out the Musbrook Rams, you know, if you want a muted dribbler like fucking Kendrick, you can just, you know, <laughs> mute him, there you go. Um, and it basically just becomes a database of dribble, 
Um, and, and I think I think that's the next stage for the for the P and the D. Um, let's take on big tech boys. Um, let's go for it. Cheers. Yep. Look, as we said, um, you build it, and we will come. And if it's operationally enjoyable to use, if the user experience is good, we'll, we'll certainly consider it. It's all, it's all UX. Yeah, it's all UX. But look, Derek, and also we're not paying for it. We're not paying for anything. But it's look, we're working on some stuff. So K2D, keep your eyes peeled, baby. Not nap though. <laughs> also, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I don't really either. <laughs> Big things coming. <laughs> Maybe. That's just a great way to like silence dribbles when they ask you for shit. Yeah, no, we're on it, mate. Don't worry, big things coming. <laughs> no, no, don't. No, you just wait. <laughs> Tom, Eddie, D or Dave, punters and dribblers. It's the Casino Dribbler here. Um, I've just got a question for you blokes. Um, I'm just down at the local Baskin Robbins ice cream shop. I'm just indulging in some world-class chocolate and some chocolate chip cookie dough. And look, it made me think... Um, what do you blokes prefer when it comes to, like, cones? Do you like the regular Magoo wafer cone that tastes like you're eating fucking the body of Christ at church? <laughs> or do you like to really treat yourself and go all out on a beautiful uh, waffle cone or the waffle cone with uh, chocolate topping and sprinkles, which is an option. It is an option. I'm just looking at it now. It's... Uh, Pretty fucking expensive at three dollars fifty. This guy calling anyway. inside the basket. Um, it's like this chicken waiting to serve him ice cream. Of the of the cup. I'll be honest with you in saying that I'm more of the cup type. Um, for the reasons being, it's no nonsense. And what I like about it is that it doesn't actually drip out the bottom like a cone may and make a big fucking mess. Um, yeah, look, I'm just wanting to get your thoughts. Uh, go to the roosters. Ice cream soon. See you. Be rude. Listen, I'm probably a 70-30 split. In terms of cone to wafer. Cut to, oh, to, cut to cone. If yeah, it's, I'm about the same. So you're more of a cup than... Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'd say 70-30. But also, if the mood strikes, yeah, I'm getting a fucking cone. Mm. But I'm... If it's like... If it's body of Christ cone or waffle cone, I'm, I'm a waffle cone all the time. Wafer cones... Lame as fuck. I, w- I only thought they did waffles. No, so like, you know, the wafer cones, like the one that the McDonald's mm. ones come in. Yeah, but I feel like they only do that for like kids scoops. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't places. know they were an yeah. option. I yeah, thought when yeah. you ask for a cone, that's you got the waffle cone. Well, I think any ice cream joint worth its salt probably is just exclusively waffle cone, but you still see the wafer kick. When around. was the last time you had a soft serve from McDonald's? Long time ago. Long time. Quite recently. Absolutely. How much are they? Are no, they still spe- the cents? Speaking of cones, no, 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 guys, you know, yeah, of course well, yeah. he's had a few. No, the go, well, my go at Macca's is they have the frozen McSpiders now. What is a McSpider? Well, it's like you get the frozen Coke, but yeah, then they just put with some soft cream. serve on yeah. top. It's a frozen so McSpider. You've got like a slushy with soft serve. So you okay. drink the slushy. Remember a spider? You drink the slushy you while you're having your burger. Like the fucking red fire yeah. engine or whatever, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah and then not a thing Once you've though. finished your feed, once you've finished the burger and chips and you're finished with all your slushy, you've got your soft serve after. Yeah, look, I can see, I can see it, I can see the allure, but I just there's like, and maybe it's because I'm, you know, I don't have the palate of a six year old anymore. But like the idea of having ice cream in a soft drink is fucking wild to me. I'm like, that's too sweet. I know I've just said I eat packets of Tim Tams, but like <laughs> that just seems a bit much. But ice cream cone, like so, the waffle cone's great, but you're right, it does leak the cone. Now this is where the pig in me comes out. You can probably get a bit more into a cup. 
So the waffle cone is a really strict sizing, right? And you can jam that thing all the way down. No, the you can jam it. You can though. have ice cream packed from tip to top of cone. Yeah, yeah but you in can. A cup, they got different cup size. You want a small cup size, large cup size, double D cup. What are we having? <laughs> you can really load that motherfucker up. You can load it up. I think you know. But I would say that you can load a waffle cone up because waffle cones are pretty big. And they're sturdy. And they're sturdy The as structural fuck. integrity of a waffle cone. Well, they stand up to the rigors yeah. of a packing. Yes. You can pound a waffle you cone and it, and it takes it, yeah, yeah, if you know it what I mean. Yeah, it can, it can handle it. <laughs> uh, so listen, 70-30 split, cup to cone. Yeah. Great question. Great answer. Mm. Better answer than the question, actually, some might say. <laughs> Tom. Eddie, Theodore, boys, I'm reaching out to you for a bit of self-help. It's um, the high wall dribbler here, also known as Carl Norman. Um, Carl Norman. Boys, I'm facing a problem that every dribbler in sport, I think at some point, has fucking faced and I need help. I have massively overrepresented my interest in the NBL with a bloke at work. <laughs> um, I mentioned a couple of names of the Sydney Kings on you, played basketball back in the day. In typical dribbler fashion, I have overrepresented how good I was at basketball when I was younger. Um, and I'm in a serious problem because he now has taken that as a fucking pass to tell me every single fucking weekly update of fucking NBL. And I don't fucking know what to do because I don't follow it enough for me to be interested. So I don't really know what to say to him. I don't know how to express to him or convey to him how I'm not actually that much into it. And I'm looking to you boys for help as to how I get out of this because every fucking Monday he's into me about the fucking basketball on the weekend. And I actually don't know what to do because I don't fucking watch it. Because let's be honest, the NBL, it's not that good. I played basketball. I played good basketball. Like It's actually not that fucking good of a sport. So tell me what to do. I need your help. Um, look after me, please. Be soon. Bye. Didn't something like that happen to you? What, where I lied about it? Did you wear like a Golden State jersey once and you and No, no, no. I got a Golden State beanie pre Golden State's glo- like fucking heavenly run when I was in America like in twenty fifteen ish. And I just got it because I was in San Fran and I loved it and I was like, fuck it, I'll get a like, you know, a, a beanie of the place I'm Yeah. Um and then, uh, yeah, everyone thought it was like... Well, no, everyone thought I was a bandwagon guy because I was like... I thought you're the guy who used to get your coffee off just started... Oh, that's right, Eddie. Good memory. That's so... I used to wear it and yeah. the guy would be like, dude, how about Golden State going to do it? And I'd just be like, I have no fucking idea what he... Well, I don't know what happened. I am actually a bandwagon supporter because even when they're killing it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, cool. What happened, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson? Oh, yeah, cool. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> So I get what you're going for. I get what's happening here. You've got to be a. You've got to be an expert at saying nothing while saying everything. Oh yeah, dude, great. I know. Don't commit to any numbers, stats, or figures. If they ask you a question, change the subject, or just be like, "What?" You know. Oh, mate, I actually missed that bit. Oh, I must have. You just got to be an expert at lying your way through this thing. Yeah. You got to get a couple of nicknames on board as well. Some nicknames of other other teams or players that allow, if you drop it. It just seems like you know what you're talking about. If you're talking about the Cairns Taipans, you call them the Snakes. Just call them the... How'd the Snakes go on the weekend? I actually missed that game. He goes, oh, fuck, this guy knows what he's talking about. Mm. You know what I mean? Brisbane Bullets. I don't know if they got a nickname, the Bullies. 
Well, you talk about the jack jumpers from Tasmania going, what the fuck are they doing in the league? You know, like you got to yeah. pretend like things piss you off. Yeah. How about that Bogut podcast? Dude, the Bogut podcast, Rogue with Bogues. <laughs> How rogue is it? How rogue is it? That's the sort of rhetoric you need to yeah. you know, be across. But Drop if the name you're- of a CEO of a, yeah. of a team. Chris Pongrass, good friend. That's right. Kings. But if you're looking to get out of this- you basically have to quit your job. Instead of doubling down, you got to quit. Yeah. Or you offer so little that you'll get the message. Yeah. Or just be honest and go, you don't know anything and that go, you lied about everything. Yeah, yeah. You could you could be honest. Honesty sometimes the best policy, but I don't know if you go, hey, bro, you know what? Like, I actually don't give a fuck. Yeah. Or I lied about everything. Is he a superior? If he's a boss, I'd be keeping this thing going. I'd start watching some NBL if he's a boss and potentially help you progress your career. That's right. But, but if, if he's, he's a, a subordinate or just a colleague- there's nothing to worry about. Maybe a colleague you could – does he have the potential to become your boss? You know, you want to keep him on the good side. Look. It's a bit of bloody chess you're playing. Pros and cons. Column that shit up and whatever it spits out is what you go with. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Up the snakes. Oh, hey, boys. This is just um, regarding – <clears throat> oh, not again. I don't know if it was Tom already, to be honest. I is this guy just clearing his throat constantly? He's trying to pretend like he's like uninterested? Um, about the the mind fuck with the, if you walk north, you walk east, whatever. Yeah, I've got, I've got one that um, Dijon Dave can look up. <laughs> um, look up what a million, a million seconds is and what a million, sorry, a, a billion. billion seconds. It's 11 is. days and like 30 years. Because like, it's the difference. You know, on first thought, you'd think it wouldn't be that different, but... Yeah. Dijon Dave, look it up. I think it's 11 days and 30 years, which is fucking ridiculous. That throat-clearing dribbler is fucking... He needs to sort that out, because he's just like... He started that one clearing his throat. Like, clear your throat before the call. Yeah. No, I Don't try and sound nonchalant. But like, oh, I don't really care what's going on here. Here's my dribble. Yeah, Eddie, you got to write a million seconds, 11 and a half days... A billion seconds is 31 years. Jesus Christ. Think about that. That's, that's the difference between a millionaire and a billionaire, punters and dribblers. Yeah. that's You know what? That actually crystallizes the difference quite significantly when you think about Bezos having fucking like... A hundred of them. Yeah. Anyway. A hundred times 30, what? 3,000 years? Nice. In seconds? Yep. To count his wealth? Yep. Yeah, there are all those stats that's like... If you lived in the time of the Egyptian pyramids and made like ten thousand dollars a day today, you still wouldn't have enough as much money as Jeff Bezos and shit. It's, it might not exactly be that, but, but I know what you like mean. That. That. Yeah, yeah, there I've are heard stats that are like, like that. that, and like you know, if Bezos drops a hundred dollar note on the ground, it's not even worth his time to pick it up. Bezos, never heard him called Bezos. Bezos, Bezos, whatever. No, I'm just interested. In Bezos, Bezos. Which is it? I think it's Bezos. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Sorry, but yeah. it could be Bezos. It could be Bezos, though. You know. That's what I mean, because isn't it spelled B B E Z Z O S? Anyway, yeah. Dior. Let's press on. Let's press on. Um, we're not doing this one with a nine dribble. No, no we're, we're not. not. Fuck that. Stiff shit. You don't dribble nine times. Not anymore. We're <laughs> done no, with that. No, 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 we're done with it. G'day, Tom, Eddie, E or Dave. Um, I'm here with brushes with King. Um, I'm currently studying down in the Great. The Great Capital, ACT, um, with the Brushes with King. Um, I was at the Fiction Club in Canberra, one of the greats, um, on the D floor. Gave the old King a high five, handshake. Um, proceeded 
to say, look at this man's rig and then give me a bump of his vape. I'm very proud of myself. The king is in love with me. Be soon. Vapes with the king very soon. But Love that. Imagine sharing a vape with the king. Love that. I wouldn't wash it. No, you wouldn't. I'd suck on it. Is it possible that that was the bender he was on after he just broken up with his Could business? have been. It could Possibly. have been. Possibly. I think King probably sends it pretty regularly. Yeah. yeah. But it's possible to all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good dribble. Hey, gents. It's the hindsight dribbler here of absolutely zero fame whatsoever. <laughs> uh, quick one for you, Tom and Eddie. What sport do you reckon you might have been half decent at if you had given it a crack from a young age? I like to think if I grew up down with the Mexicans, I've gone... I have, would have gone all right at AFL, uh, go on tall, run for days, and uh, the blokes who play it, quite frankly, are beater as fuck. Instead of playing rugby league, and my career highlight is probably missing eight tackles while marking David Nofaluma in a junior reps game. Uh, just on another note, Dave, mate, I think we need to have a chat about your form on the Dioring front because, to be honest, you've been fucking woeful of late. <laughs> Probably started about a month back when you said you assume a human has two groins. Now, look, I haven't read your contract there at More Chili Productions, but I'm pretty sure making assumptions would be the exact fucking opposite of what's in your job description. Uh, Then I reckon you hit rock bottom with the Peter Neville debacle from last week and the shambles that was the dioring of Novak's head-to-head records. But, look, mate, you have showed plenty of potential early doors, so chin up, Ra. I know you've got the bounce back in you. Cheers, boys. Bloke soon. There you go. A bit of a fucking blindside licking there yeah, on Dave. I mean, it's fair. This The adjustment to early morning recording is kind of... It's rattled in. It's rattled, rattled in, yeah. a bit. And I, you know, this I would... bloke used to go to bed at 3am, yeah. you know what I mean? After 100 cones. Yeah. Not waffle cones. No, no, not waffle cones. So, you know, he was used to having Monday off in its entirety. Yeah. Mm. I would contest that for the groin debacle, I did some sort of dioring. I looked down, I could see two groins in my person. Yeah. I, I think that's play on. That. I think that's play on. You could have one long groin that just goes like all the way through the It's like, so, you know, I mean, it's like looking down and saying, I've got two arms. Yeah. Imagine yeah. some bloke was like, no, mate, they're actually fucking They're connected. actually all connected. <laughs> Technically, they are. The hip bone's connected to the fucking thigh bone. We've heard that song. We've all heard it. Yeah, we have. Uh, but the... The Novak Dioring was particularly bad. Or was it the Neville one? There was, there was one that was worse than the other where it took like 45 minutes. I think the Neville, you almost beat me to that, but <laughs> yeah. I got it eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Good Dioring. Yeah. I mean, good dribbling. Shit Dioring. <laughs> Tom, Eddie, Dior Dave, punters and the dribblers. So Lounsley's a dribbler here. Just regarding your death of the larrikin and death of Australian sport... I think there's a direct correlation between the death of a gut in cricket. Mm. You know, there was Merv, Booney, Sir Mark Cosgrove. There's no good guts around these days. Just to be a rock in the middle of the innings. I think if you bring back the gut, you bring back success. All right, boys. Adam Elliott. So, <laughs> um, I don't mind that. I think there's a. I think that makes a great point. The gut, almost exclusively now, you know. Reserved to the PGA Tour. Or the nut truckers. Or the nut truckers. That's true. There's still guts on nut truckers, but not Georgie Rose guts. No, no. Not guts with purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guts of consequence. Guts that mean something. Yeah. You know? Guts of consequence. That's right. No, there's not many... 
there's not many gawks out there anymore, are there? <laughs> Send in your guts of consequence because so do you gawks. They are they're absolutely you know I think something that are ignored in terms of um, they're maligned you know, now. Yeah, exactly. They're taboo. A gut of consequence is taboo, which doesn't make sense. As that dribbler just pointed out, they uh, almost were a cornerstone of Australian sporting success back in the day. Now it's like men that were meant to have guts, whether it's from cricket or like a Matt Dunning vibe, you don't see Matt Dunning guts on Wallabies props anymore. No. They're all pretty fucking... Look at the size of Taniella... What's a fucking... Taniella Tupo. He ain't a gut. He's a ball of tongue and muscle. Mm -hmm. I need a gut of consequence on, uh, you know... My front rowers, yep. my cricketers. Yep. Particularly my leg spinners. Leg spinners mm-hmm. and batsmen. My diminutive batsmen. Imagine if Marnus had a gut. Yeah, should. He'd still be in the team. Yeah. Travis Head should have a gut. He Would got 200 the on the weekend. Matt Wade basically lost his spot because he didn't have a Will gut. Will Bukowski injured because he doesn't have a gut. He doesn't have a gut. Like, Why do you think I'm hitting 50 after 50 in the thick ropes? I got a gut, and it's only getting bigger. Mm. Gut's a consequence. Send him in. <laughs> right, boys, Tom and Eddie, the old days, punters and the dribblers. It's um, it's Dale Ilso or Nilso the Navy Castrian or the Turncape, whatever. I don't, I don't really care anymore. Just um, just want to get a few things off my chest. So I think um, the punters and the dribblers, we need to treat each other a bit nicer. Um, there's things in life when you'll never know that it'll be the last time you'll ever have that experience. Like, I'm sure all the punters and the dribblers remember Cheese TV. Like, we watched the last... We would have watched an episode of Cheese TV and it'd be the last ever episode we watched and we didn't even know it. We watched the last episode of Drake and Josh on Nickelodeon and we watched them grow up in the front of our eyes and we didn't even fucking realise. I just missed We didn't even realise that was the last episode we'll ever watch. Yeah, we saw Punner fucking Ponning hit his last six in any fucking form of the game and we didn't even realise that was the last six we'll ever see Punner hit. We will watch one day. Like, this is what it, this is what I'm trying to get at, guys. One day, Danny Exotic... <laughs> He'll go on his last R and R one day, and we won't even know. We won't even realise his last R and R. We'll watch myself, Dale Ilso, give my last tip, and it could be a winner, it could be fucking shit, but we won't even know it. You'll have a sip of Pepsi Max one day, and it'll be. It could be your last ever sip, and you won't even know it. Won't even know it, guys. And the worst part is, one day we'll listen to the, the last ever. Hello Sports Podcast with you, Tom and Eddie and Dior, the last ever episode, and we won't even know it. We won't even know it's the last episode. You might. So what I'm saying, guys, we need to treat each other a bit better. Treat every dribble like it's your last. (laughs) I fucking love you all, boys. Um, Fuck. That's all I have to say, boys. Pepsi Max soon. I fucking love you all, boys. Love you all. That's beautiful from Dale. That's really Ilso. nice. I wouldn't mind actually uh, archiving that one. Let's save that one. Save that, the Ilso dribble. Yeah, that was meaningful. That was meaningful. It said a lot. He choked up. He did choke up. I mean, he was. I don't know if he just wanted. It was sort of like a bit of a pearl of wisdom there from from Dale. <laughs> it was touching. Yeah, that was nice. Let's move on though. But yeah, lovely, lovely stuff. G'day, boys. Ah, uh, the big here. Uh, just gonna say. 
the other night, or a couple of nights ago, last weekend it was. Um, had a couple of blokes, so I was a bit bloke intoxicated. And I got home and made myself a little uh, meringue, then looked at the packet and saw a little fried egg on top. Never really done the old fried egg on the meringue, but thought, you know, may as well give it a go. So, fried an egg, cooked up my meringue, put it on top, chopped it all up, and it was bloody beautiful. It's actually bloody beautiful. So I was just going to give a recommendation okay. to all the punters and dribblers out there to uh, next time you make it a meringue, put the fried egg on top and then cut it up. And enjoy, boys. Right, uh, meringue soon. Bye. Do it now. He makes a great point. Yeah. In all my years of getting into meringue work, I've never thought to put an egg on it. I've never seen anyone around me put an egg yeah. on it. I no. think I certainly have. We used to get... Never like, seen it. I have. I went through probably from like 15 to 24 with huge meagering years in my life. So at boarding school, we'd have them all the time and then living out of home and, um, you know, living on a shoestring budget or, you know, prioritizing your money in the wrong areas, you'd have to end up eating meagering just to sort of sustain some sort of food intake. But like I had a mate, Simi P, shout Simi P, he, uh, he would always... He was like, if you had a chef on for like like a, a magician chef for really shit food, he was the man to do it. Like he would, he'd dance, you know, he'd create magic with his meagering. Sometimes he'd be like, he'd make it for you. And he's got like that pro, like processed crab meat from Woolies or something. He's cut it up and put it in there. He used to crush up uh, Pringles and say they they it felt like you had dumplings in there. We didn't. <laughs> it didn't. It just felt like you had crushed up. Uh, Pringles. But it was, you know, at that time of your life, it was, you know, exciting. Culinary. Culinary. You know? That's mm. right. Um, but yeah, yeah, chuck a fried egg on there for sure. Done it. It's delicious. Mm. I think more than fried egg, I don't know, you could do whatever you fancy, but I just whisk the egg and just make it a nice, like, consistent. And you know, like, when you actually get a fried rice, the egg in that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what just, I do. Yeah, I think that also makes more sense mm. than just drop plop. Well, not more sense. It's an H2 there. No, own no, thing, no. But do what you want to do. Perish the blue. Correct. That's what I've always said. <laughs> you have always said that. Nice. That's They stole it off you. Perish the blue. Yeah. Didn't pay you a cent. Bastards. Do we need to start distributing some butter menthols to the dribblers for this week? There's been some real croaky voices. There has been croaky voices. Mm. Um, No, I'm not going to because I struggle to send fucking baggy greens. But and, and hats. It's it's a it's a great point, Dave. Then you go find themselves. I do have the logistics. They get in the way. Yeah, yeah. And we'd have to have them pay shipping because I'm not fucking including that in the. no. Free butter menthol yeah. rollout. No. If you live in throwing distance where you can throw a butter menthol to you. Yeah. yeah. Potentially. Let's move on. How many we got, Dave? We got a fair few left. Right? Tom, Eddie to you all. It's the North Shadbroke dribbler here. Went to the Reds game. Fucking. It was an absolute buzzer beater. Reds got up, beat the Rebels. Reds have beaten the Tars. Reds have beaten the Rebels. After the Reds game. Went to the Caxton, you know, got on the rums, got on the strip town champagne. Do you know what bloke goes by with Drew Mitchell? Did I slow dance with Drew Mitchell? Did I slow dance with him? Yeah, I did. North Stradbroke Dribbler, slow dance with Drew Mitchell. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say, Tom, Eddie, and Dior, Dave. Dior, I love you. 
I respect you heaps. Tom and Eddie, I had a dream about you that night. It was you, it was you and Tom and myself in my room and we were smoking buds. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> cheers, guys. Cheers. Bear soon. North Strati, slow dancing. Slow dancing with Drew Mitchell. That's beautiful. Reach out, Drew. Let us know how he danced. Yeah, yeah. Did he move well? Should have got that on like TikTok or some shit, right? Sure. Did he move well? Did sure. he move? I bet he did. Thanks, and look, glad we're featuring in people's dreams now. It's nice. It's nice. That's just another notch on the belt. Now the notch on the belt. Career achievement. That's it, Bobby. That knocks a dent. Hopefully. G'day, Dior. Eddie, Tom, dribblers and punters, it's the backwards dribbler here, currently laying, bounced Packets. out on Not the couch backwards. on a Saturday after a few Friday night rosés, and uh, today's viewing of choice on the on the free-to-air box is the Australian Timber Sports, brought to you by Still. Uh, great viewing, currently watching the Discovery Series, taking a deep dive into our champion, the world champion, Australian... Um, Wood chopping team. Fun fact: Australian wood chopping team known as the Chopperoos. We didn't um, know that. Just want your thoughts, boys, on who do you think in the current Australian sporting environment would slip into the Chopperoos seamlessly and, and make a great addition to the team? Uh, a few that spring to mind for me, obviously the the big country boy, Joshy Hazelwood. I think he would really get in there and uh, and boy the boys. Uh, Marcus Stoinis, another one which could chop. Uh, Lucky arms on him. He'd, uh, he'd do some damage to some lumber, that's for sure. But, um, he wouldn't yeah, need an axe. No, exactly. on who do you think he would, is a would make the team? And, <laughs> and from other sports, surely <laughs> there's some rugby league nut truckers out there that would uh, would get in and do some damage to some timber. So, uh, anyway, I'm going to keep watching this. Um, yeah. Um, chainsaws soon. Cheers, boys. Yeah. Mate, I'd say... Uh, Jakey, Adam Elliott, uh, Georgie Rose. Dudes with hogs, you know. Dave Taylor could chop. Dave Taylor could chop, or at least he could have at the peak of his powers. I don't he know could chop. He, don't know if he would I chop. Don't, I don't know if he could chop now. Um, just trying to think. You'd have Same. a strong upper body. I am always worried when I see them getting into their work. Of they're going to, like, fucking hit one of their legs by accident. You know what I mean? They're swinging it right in between their legs. I'm just like, fuck. I reckon on the, you know, coming up through the ranks, it probably happens more than at the big the big. Once legs. you reach the top, yeah. There'd the be big... a lot of missing toes in the lower ranks of the... Well, uh, generally speaking, you've got to have all your toes to make it to the big time, more balanced. Yeah. Weeds them out a bit, you know? I mean, I know you'd be wearing steel cap boots, but, I mean, you'd... No, they don't. They wear volleys. No. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking oath they do. You can get steel cap volleys. volleys. I wore them at my uh, oh, you when can? I was labouring, dude. They wear volleys. That's why I was the biggest loser on site. I had steel cap volleys and red jeans. We know this. They wear the low cut volleys. That's wow. what I had. Mm. Low cut steel cap volleys. I didn't know you could get steel caps. Yeah, there you they're go. for roofing, yeah. I think, is when they become a bit more. Okay, there you go. Anyway. Um, yeah, don't know. Maybe that's a P's and D's page thing. Yeah, we're running out of puff. Yeah, we are running out of puff, and there's a few dribbles left. Mm. Not too many, I don't think. But. Daddy didn't sleep well last night. Had a big weekend. Mm. We press on. Back to back. G'day, Three Musketeers, punters and dribblers. Uh, wannabe influencer dribbler back here again um, at the Royal Randwick racecourses uh, with all the beta blue suits of the tarot cash variety. 
here with uh, No Nonsense FC celebrating their famous six-a-side victory. Even though I didn't get included in the team, still celebrating the win for the boys. Um, just wondering, at what age is it acceptable to um, come up to the races with your notepad, pen and tickets in hand? Or are we the generation that's just going to stick to our sports bet or whatever punning as thingo you want to use? But I really respect the elder dribbler standing there with their pen and paper in hand, scrunching the ticket up if they win or lose. Just want to let you know on your thoughts. Cheers. Beers soon. Nilso tips forever. Right. I think, it, I think it's acceptable at any age. Yeah, so do I. I was doing it at home the other week. Because I like it. It's a way for me to make sense. If you're getting sent multiple tips, it's a way for me to like make sense of it all. All right, you know, this race, you're saying this. This race, he's saying like a different one or the same thing. And then, as we've said, once you realize you have synergy across two sets of tips, they're going, oh, race one, they're both on number six. You go, okay, write that one down and in brackets, load up. <laughs> but you need to, I need that sort of a piece of paper to help me sort of clear my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Get them all down onto a page. There's nothing wrong with the best bets, the pen plenty of tickets it's good it's good yeah. for the soul it is good for the soul it's honest stuff um, congrats on taking out Div 6 soccer or whatever it was even though you weren't involved but you know what I mean <sighs> I reckon I could throw up in a half an hour if we don't fucking get through these dribbles good evening to the punters and the dribblers and the old Dave Tom and Edward Simpson I just want to leave a dribble um there's a beer Kalen Ponga brought out called the Goosey. And it's, it tastes a bit like a stone and wood of Boreham Bay Brew fame. I remember on an episode where you boys had Danny Kemp on the podcast of Bloke in a Bar fame, proud sponsors of the podcast. He said he was going to bring out a mid-strength beer called the Goosey. And Kalen Ponga's brought out a beer called the Goosey. So just quietly, I just want to know, is there a bit of a... Um, what would you call it? Temptation from Kempy to sort things out with Kalen Ponga right now. Um, Chestnut Jarrett here with Robbie B from SpongeBob SquarePants name and Jockey Weight. My name's Fletcher Price. My dad's a good ho- <laughs> my dad's a good house painter. All right, if you need your house painted, get to, get to Fletcher, Fletcher Jones, old man. Yeah, um, um, I don't remember that. I don't remember that either, but I'm not saying that's not true. No, just saying I don't remember. If that is the case, that's interesting. It is interesting. Maybe a biff needs to ensue. Dana wouldn't. He's too nice. He is too nice. He's too much of a sweetheart. He might want to. And again, I'm not, I don't, I, this is the first that's been brought to my attention. He may want a biff, but he doesn't, he doesn't biff because he's a sweet man. It's too nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, look, if Ponga stole it off him, then is that what you're accusing? him of listen dude we've got eight dribbles left we're absolutely sw- we're just out of it we're done we're out of puff so let us get through the dribbles we appreciate that one though and again if anyone needs their house painted go to that guy's dad Fletcher Jones I think Fletcher Price Fletcher Price sure the do old both. Google, Google both Google yeah. both Google both Tom Eddie Dior shout out to the dribblers the partners I don't know have a bit of a bone to pick with them um, look, to be honest, don't give two fucks who you care about on the horses or the greyhounds on the weekend. I'm here for the dribble. Anyways, create a new group. That's all That's all I'm going to say. Recommend a new group. If you want to fucking count your alphabet letters, do it somewhere else. We're not here for it. Dribblers revolt. 
Yes, sir. Sure. Listen. There's things in the pipes. There's things in the pipes. But you know what? You've got to be able to... We've got All it is is we've just got to try and find a way for punting and dribbling as opposed to just an overwhelming deluge of punting and their shit horse shit tips. But I do sometimes find, and listen, we're all dribblers, some more in the punting persuasion, but it's very dribbly to me for dribblers to piss and moan. I find that dribblers whinge way more. Like they've got to, you've got to get off your ass and also contribute to the dribble. If you want to try and drown out punting, drown it out with dribble. Yeah. Don't just be like, oh, I want to get back to dribbling. Like, do something about it. We've been over it. Couldn't agree more. There's things in the pipe, though. There is things in the pipe, though. Don't tell us what to do. That we're already doing it. We're already doing it. You think that we're, you think, you think off that back of that dribble, we're like, that's a great idea. Thanks, bro. Or do you think that we've been fucking out and about, swinging yeah. our hogs, getting yeah. things going? Getting things going. We're going to sit on our hands, bro. Come on, dude. Come on. Let's let's press on. Uh, Robbie Dribbler here. Uh, lads, uh, just uh, took a fish at the urinal and uh, looked over. I thought I saw uh, a fellow star of Angus Crichton. Um, may have called in Jerome Brown from the Brumbies. And uh, he looked at me and just went, who is that? But, uh, mate, he uh, was a legend, uh, took his time, uh, his photo, and we had a chat for about uh, 10 or so, but absolute legend. Uh, chin soon, mate, he's uh, all about his chin, and uh, he was pretty stoked after his little win today against the Raiders, but, uh, yeah, he can deal with that in the next few days. Lucky him, uh, enjoy it while he can, up the Raiders when they do come through. Uh, but uh, Brumby's dribbler here, mate. Uh, 61-10. Eat a dick, Tars. Uh, car week all over. All right, wait. Sure. Sure. Eating dick. Angus Crichton is a legend. I don't know why you would call him Jerome Brown. That seems weird. But he's a good man. Took it, obviously, in his stride, did Angus. Saw that he's rocking a pony now as well, or a top knot. That's a development. It's a development. <laughs> Old. Almost there. Old, Even man. for AC. I know. That fucking goatee, of, goatee from hell and hell being positive. Then now the now the fucking top knot, that's going to be, uh, that's something to behold. You frame a picture like that. Yeah. No filter needed. That's us for this weekend. We've made it. We've made it. I didn't throw up. Um, shout out to all the P's and D's out there. Um, you know... I think that's it. I don't really have any sort of sign-off here, dude. I'm pretty much just done. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?